Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie Big R Bellicom, Sam Little B Burns. Hmm. And Ellie Curious S. Sparrow. <laughs> that was my S being curious, but it's hard to do emotions on an S because it's not actually voiced. It's not a voiced um, consonant, no. So, oh, we're actors. Oh, we're right. I was just imagining a small B. <laughs> it's like a z, a z But that's a z. Yeah. If you do a voice then If you translate mine into French, then it's the name of a character in Les Mis. Really? Grand Air. Granta, oh. it's a um, pun. It's a bad pun because Victor oh. Hugo is bad at puns. <laughs> what does the pun mean? I'm confused. It just oh. he signs himself with a large R, and his name is Grande. Grant large R. Ha. Oh. Yeah, a lot of French humor is pun based. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. Hmm. If you're French, send us some French puns. We'd love some. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. that sounds sarcastic. I really want some French puns. I'll have to have them explain them to me. Um, because I stopped doing French when I was 14 because my French teacher was the worst, but I still want them. (laughs) Speaking of um, actually nothing to do with puns or fronts at all, uh, (laughs) as is usual... It's an honest segue, at least. We have a a bit of a, currently I think, five-week delay on these, so Future Me has already beaten me to the punch... uh, Sorry, past Future Me has already beaten me to the punch on this, uh, but... From our perspective, it's been a week since we got this absolutely lovely uh, and rather breathtaking fan song and celebration of our 50th episode. It was 12 minutes long and they worked on it for six weeks. In secret. I cried so much. I, I, it there was were not many pretty tears. crying. Like, mm. <laughs> I I cried for the whole twelve minutes when I first heard it in the best way. It was wonderful. It was um, a tribute as a thank you for our fiftieth episode uh, to the tune of the theme tune. So if you haven't already listened to it, I'm sure it will be somewhere on our social media. Actually, you'll find it on our fan art page if you want to listen to yes. it. Yes, yeah. Um, it is everything. And there were verses about all the characters, and a verse about Jason and the NPCs, and verses about. <laughs> Us, our story helping them through tough days and that kind of thing and it was ridiculously lovely and we're all never going to be over it to be honest yeah <laughs> speaking of not being over it it's time that we get over this and ask ourselves in the future what messages from the present it's future jason with messages from the present Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Dice Out Now Game during the break this episode. Next week, if you're in London, you can check out Robbie in Dolls and Ambers, Villains Interrupted, Supervillains in Prison Therapy, The Play. Hapless therapist Gina attempts to turn villains into heroes. It doesn't go to plan. You can, and should, go see the play Villain Interrupted at Etc. Theatre in Camden, London, from the 7th to the 11th of August, 6.30pm. Tickets available from the theatre or at dollsinamber.co.uk. 
To celebrate both a year of Flintlocks and Fireballs being on air, and passing 50,000 downloads of our content, we are very happy to announce a very special pirate one-shot. This Saturday at 7pm BST, join us and special guests Malika Lim Eubank, CEO of Hyper RPG, and Lisa Lee of the podcast How We Roll as we venture back 40 years before the start of the campaign to the crew of the Charlotte's Revenge and its captain, Bloodbeard Brandy. We had a great time recording this with Lisa and Malika, and we are certain you will have a cracking time tuning in. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, past Jason. So, uh, it's time for a little bit of a secretive behind the scr- DM screen information on Ooh, how we do things. Oh, that's behind uh, the DM screen noise yeah, in case yeah, yeah. anyone was wondering. Here at uh, Flintlocks and Fireballs, and uh, the first question is how does the DM screen stay up? Being as it is made of cardboard, and I made it. Constructed. It's uh, made with love. Birthdays. Rather than skill. <laughs> this is what I say for a lot of the anniversary presents I make, uh, Ellie. It's made I of love, love your anniversary presents. Uh, in this case, it is propped up by a pair of rocks, which are labelled Jason and Ellie, because we actually Aww. got them at a wedding. Yes. As, as a place set. Thing. They did painted stones as table for yes. It was lovely. Um, I'll take cool. a picture of this rubbish DM screen that I made Jason a few years ago and put it on the social media yeah, at some point. Because <laughs> it is, from an outside perspective, adorable. Um, so, cause it's certainly it's, unique. It is unique. Mm. It has two dragons on it uh, that are holding D20s. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not very good, but he's still using it. It is stapled together me. in places where there were design errors <laughs> early on. Yes, it is stapled at the top where I fucked it up. But there's a thing <laughs> that happens. So if you see him with a shit DM screen, if we ever do a live show, you know why. And if you, if you see Ellie with a shit dice tray, uh, that is also why, because that was one of my presents to her. That was really I cute, love that it. one. I love it's it so a wonderful much. dice tray. It says Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you on it, and it's perfect, and I love it. It's Spe- a little bit wonky, but in the best way. <laughs> Speaking of things made with love, it's time for us to start Aww. Flintlocks. Oh, that was cute. And Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have headed southwest, away from the capital of Alessant, past the town of Treachery and across the border, out of Seoul, down into the Thrynese side of the ancient forest of Bois-Noir. Having travelled beyond the limits of treachery, through a farm inhabited by the unnerving and and dangerous face-snatchers, they made their way, with two companions in tow, Leah Leodon and Clara Off, seeking the lair 
of Grandmother Fingersnap. After much searching through the woods, the party have finally managed to find the last of the markers leading towards Fingersnap's lair, and indeed, most likely the path onwards. After discovering a pit, which was, uh, well, covered over with perhaps enchanted vegetation or otherwise at least ill-inclined, they prepared to rest for the night. So, you have settled up by the covered pit. Well, not directly by it. You found a, a fairly secure spot a little way off where you believe you are able to uh, find shelter and protection against potential attacks. You've decided to wait out the rest of the night and before proceeding onwards. In what order do you take your shifts? As you, I believe you said you were going to hold watches. Mm. Oh yeah, no, we're not just going to sleep in this place. Oh, definitely not. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't sleep without watches. Um, I'll take the first watch. Okay. All right, I'll take the second then. Uh, I'll take the third. And uh, Leah elects to... Uh, Leah speaks up. I'll uh, take a watch with you, Celestia. Okay. And Clara says, <coughs> I'll um, I'll go with Skemp. Sorry, Clara. Okay. you're on your own. <laughs> All right. So, you do then... Be- uh, so, as the rest of you settle down, uh, do you have a fire? tonight. Ooh. Oh. If we It'd think draw we're attention re- to us, but... If we think we're really close, we better not have a fire. I'm also I really scared of the, like, Miss Dogs. Don't know about anyone else, but, um... Yeah, Miss Dogs a little bit scary. Um... Corzin won't be able to see... Yeah. At all. There is a... Uh, well, in fact, let me just quickly check. Roll for weather. <laughs> oh, no. Not only is there thick cloud overhead, uh, but as uh, it even... Uh, even as the spring, as spring is beginning to grow warmer and warmer... Uh, there is also, unfortunately, uh, as you're speeding to settle up, the growing uh, a growing rain that starts to make its way through uh, down through the leaves. Oh, uh, good! I hate it. Fucking raining wonderful. again. Well, I yeah, mean that, that sorts out the fire conversation, doesn't it? Because we're not getting one fucking lit in this. Let's be honest. Um, I'd uh, I'd like to say I could light a fire. Pretty much yeah. anywhere. That's true, actually. There's ways and means, but it doesn't make it easier. No. It'll be a lot of effort, and we might get seen by it anyway. Maybe let's not, but then... Hate to say this, but should we switch the watches around so there's always someone with night vision? Yeah. Alright. If, uh, uh Clara, you stay with, um... Uh, with Scamp, and... Uh, Leah puts her hand up. I'll go with you then, cousin. 
just for yeah. tonight, let's let's no, swap. That's fine. So as the pair of you, Corzin uh, and Leas, begin your long, dreary, wet watch, huddling your 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 thick coats. I imagine we all you. sleep amazingly. Oh Just yeah, great. you're really happy for the tents that you bring around with you, yeah. which we canonically yeah. do do have. <laughs> not if you're on watch, though. You've got to be not like if you're out on watch, looking at stuff. Yeah, uh, you sort of alternate between. Uh, uh, between peering out and occasionally sort of ducking into the eve of the tent. Uh, Corson is occasionally going to take his tricorn off and just pour the edge out. Oh. <laughs> uh, Leah, who... Uh, Leah's hair is just sort of soaked flat to her head and oh, no. just straight down. <sighs> Got to say, I'm feeling pretty envious of that hat right now. Mm. <laughs> uh, maybe we can get uh, uh, Fighty to make you one up when we get back to, well, Alison at least. Yes, that might be nice. I'd say something with a nice big feather, but um, she looks up at the rain. Don't think it would <laughs> survive something like this. Probably not. Although, isn't there something about duck feathers? <laughs> She kind of winches, sort of tw- twitches one eye for a moment. I don't know if that works if they're off the duck. Please hmm. make her an entirely duck feather hat. She looks so dumb. <laughs> oh, it would be good. <laughs> I was thinking of like one just out of the brim, you know. I, I have genuinely no idea if that would work. Neither have I out of character. Can I really? Neither have I out of character. <laughs> I'm I've missed calls in this week. It's been a long week. I've it's so nice. In. I mean, you can you can certainly try to, <laughs> to to roll a nature check, and I can certainly desperately try and Google the answer. <laughs> yeah, roll well, slowly. Waterproof, does it? Okay. Does it come from the duck's body, or is it within the feather still? I think it's got something to do with the lanolin in the feather. In the feather, but is it lanolin as well, like sheep? We've not even Something been on air for similar. five minutes. We're already full of shit today. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. <laughs> well, the, um, the nature a lot is of a time 19. thinking about sheep this week. Yeah, so oh. nature the 19. Okay, so you know that um, duck feathers are that duck feathers are indeed <laughs> waterproofed, um, but that they but from your time spent, you know, by by rivers and watching ducks uh, preen themselves and go through the day to day of their life. Uh, you also know that uh, they actually uh, that periodically ducks will reach their uh, d- uh, their beaks around and seemingly nose at their own their asshole. It's not actually their asshole. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's the gland. Yes, yes they have, I they do have a know gland this. near their tails, um, which produces a, a, a distinctive oil, which they then rub all over their feathers ah, <laughs> to give them wow. that distinctive. Uh, duck-like sheen. Duck-like sheen, indeed. So what we've decided is you need to make a hat out of a duck's ass. <laughs> you need much. no. What you do is you make a hat with a feather in it, and then you have a jar of duck ass oil um, <laughs> to smear on it every so often, like you know, every hour or so. No, Surely it's more convenient can. just to have a duck. <laughs> just carry a duck that you rub on your hat occasionally. <laughs> I remember Norrit had this jar that he claimed was griffin grease. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, as you're discussing this, Leah sort of folds her arms. Wait. Naturally, I'd assume that that was, you know, grease that you got from butchering a griffin. But now that we've just had that discussion... I don't like to uh, speculate, to be honest. Roll a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please roll a perception check. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's not good. That's an eight. You peer through the heavy rain um, and, you know, bearing in mind you're making yours with a disadvantage because of the darkness. Um, oh yeah, I should roll that with disadvantage <laughs> to be fair. Oh my god, it's exactly the same thing again! <laughs> yeah, you do not see anything. All you hear is just the heavy rain and the occasional sound of uh, woodland creatures. Most of which are scurrying to get back out of the rain. Are any of them ducks? Wrong sort of environment for ducks. <laughs> um. Don't know why I said that in character, but. on your mind. Is there a duck? Um. Cause it. Yep. You don't see any ducks, but you, really? do, but you do hear a sort of a distant. What was that? You look up. Give me another perception check. Okay. Better. That's a sixteen. As far above, you see the outline of a dragon winging through the air. What? You see, you just make out in the glint of light from a distant crack. There's actually a distant crack of thunder that comes out while you're uh, while you're watch, uh, looking up. And as you're kind of seeing this happen there's a few moments later a flash well sorry there's a few moments before there's a flash of light and you just get an illumination of silvery scales far above again (laughs) the dragon seems to swoop down and this time as it roars the echo of thunder blends perfectly uh, with the roar. And you get a sort of um, heavy... uh, uh, And you you hear the sort of... At the same time, and a bolt of lightning strikes out of its mouth and down below, somewhere into the forest, probably several miles to the south, it swoops down, and a few moments later you see it wing back up, holding what looks to be the charred, partially charred body of a young deer. Oh. It continues. I was going to ask for scale, but that sort of puts it in perspective. It's, um, it's quite... It, like it's not that much larger than the deer. Like it's large enough to carry it, but and it is a it is a young sort of deer, definitely a fawn. You know, right. it's it's it, it's gone and it's gone and killed Bambi, not Bambi's mother. 
Um, right, yeah. But uh, you do then see it continue winging off into the distance. I point this out to Leah, but with a, you know, desperately hushed expression of quiet. <laughs> yeah, she she doesn't say anything, and you both keep very still and quiet until the dragon has gone beyond the horizon. <laughs> Must be a good 30 years since I saw anything like that. Never, I've never seen a one that's bigger than, and he sort of holds his, uh, his hands about half a meter apart. Uh, Leah thinks for a moment, yes, that, that does actually look to be about the right size for, for one that could be in their thirties. Right. Well, um, on the plus side, didn't notice it's us. It didn't notice us, it's fed for the moment, and hopefully its presence is going to be enough to scare anything else off. All the same. She gives an awkward nod, and you both settle in. Keep him close, and he gestures to his weapons. <laughs> she put, keeps her hand on the on her sword and near her uh, flintlock, which she's actually kept under nearby under the protection of one of the uh, tents. However, the rest of your watch passes without incident. Celestia, you wake up for your watch. I tell Celestia about the dragon. But that's fine. Oh, is it Celestia who was taking... Ah, fuck it. I'll take second watch. It's all good. (laughs) Makes no difference. I tell whoever is on the next watch about that. It's me. <laughs> okay. A fucking dragon. Yes. Adult. Fu- fu- where are we right now? Is this normal up here? Dragons. Well, rare, but certainly not unheard of. Well, that's something you don't fucking hear about every day. No. Generally, I mean, they've got. Um, and he explains briefly about worm flights and why most dragons don't make it to adulthood. I imagine I've very... heard about yeah, this. Yeah, I think we previously educated, explained this I in the previous episode as well. That. Um, you know, but, it's probably yeah. a good thing we weren't wearing our nicely commissioned dragon skin things. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> it's probably a good thing those are still being made. <laughs> Leah sort of coughs quietly and then begins nestling into her, into a sleeping roll. Night. Good night. Sleep well. <laughs> I'll certainly try. Celestia, can you roll me a perception check? Yeah. Uh, Twelve. You watch through the night, through the heavy rain. Nothing. Your watch passes without incident. Cool. You move to wake up uh, Clara and Scamp, who begin uh, who arise to take over their watch. Time for watch. I know. I'm wet. My shirt's sticking to me. Wake the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Clara Clara sort of holds up her hand, takes something out of her bag, which appears to be just like a small jar, which with with a glass lid. 
opens it beneath your nose. You get a sudden rush of strong, sm- uh, sm- of just overpowering scent scamp. As she puts the smelling salt. I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. (laughs) Reseals the jar. (laughs) Well, that is how it's done. Good night, my dears. I don't want to do this watch myself, so. (laughs) (laughs) You better not. You can't see in the dark. Quiet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Causing sort of dragons who might want to watch out for that. Good night. What? What? what, what? (laughs) Big fucking silver one. I had lightning. I'm going to bed. Bye. Great. Great. Night. I dry myself oh. off with press agitation and go to sleep. <laughs> the the rain just ejects as a small mist and floats out of the tent. <laughs> uh, Alright, as you, you settle down into your watch, uh, while pretty soon into it, uh, Scamp, you notice that Clara begins taking some objects out of her bag. Uh, as well as a jar of what looks like some sort of paste or something, and a brush. And it takes you a moment to realise that the objects in question are brains. About three of them. Huh. Broadly human-sized, as brains go. That's quite big. Oh yeah, she's got a big bag. Not, you know, Hermione, right. <laughs> not Hermione's the bag, the bag of holding bag. It's just, just a carpet bag, basically. But I pictured Clara was an enormous bag. Mm. I've just realised. Yeah. She's always carrying mm. a really big yeah. bag of, like, bits. Yeah. <laughs> a box of tricks, as it were. Yeah. And she begins sort of just painting up, uh, just covering the uh, brains in this grease. Are those people brains? Um... <clears throat> I mean, do you consider face snatchers people? Um, I don't know. Well, <coughs> I got to hold a sheep brain once. How was that? She says Squishy. while handling the brains. <laughs> it was the first brain I held. Sure. Then I chopped it up into pieces. Um, I can't remember why, but then I arranged them into words. Which I couldn't really write very well, so it wasn't good. I mean, so long as you don't chop them up, do you want to hold these ones? Realise now how weird that sounds, but that's a true story that I did. Oh, wow. I, you said it, and I was like, Robbie's done this. <laughs> like, this is not, this is Robbie. Robbie has done this, because he used to do vet stuff. <laughs> You're thinking of being, why would they words? Do it. No. Don't know. I'm sorry. I should let you be in character and shut up. Carry on. <laughs> um, can I hold a, a, a not quite person brain? Sure. She passes you one of them. Uh, one of the ones that she hasn't put in grease yet. Just got to feels get... lighter. She nods. That's weird. They're not. There's not as much to them. I think they're not. Oh. They weren't quite made right. <laughs> but if I can get these to. Uh, lab and spend some time with them. I can turn these into um, face shifter potions and um, mind reading potions. I'm not sure I'd want to do either of those things. She kind of shrugs one shoulder. Well, I mean, <coughs> they're pretty rare and waste not want not. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Celestia does the mind reading thing and it's really useful, but I don't think I'd want to see in people's heads. Again, she sort of shrugs one shoulder and finishes painting one 
uh, one uh, brain in Greece moves on to the next. Are uh, you okay? Um, I just wanted to check in, really. This is all a bit... Terrifying? Yeah, but also personal, which makes it more terrifying. Yeah. We we should rest and be ready, but I do <coughs> I do want to get in there and find find what we can. But knowing stuff ain't much use if it kills you. Well, that's why we're <coughs> resting to make sure we're ready and going in in daylight, I suppose. Do you feel particularly rested? I mean, I felt much more rested until I learned there was a dragon about. <laughs> oh, yeah, that didn't help, did it? But, um, yeah, I guess, um, no, not really. No, me neither. <laughs> but if, if you need someone to talk to, I'm not very good at it, but I am here. She nods and just sniffles a bit. <laughs> Thanks, Scamp. It's all right. Roll a perception check. Oh please. no, I was hoping you weren't going to ask. <laughs> That's a one! Hey! <laughs> you see nothing. I hate you! <laughs> However... As that one's the, going to sit out. As the day, can, <laughs> as the night turns to the first dim light of dawn, and thence to day, the rain thins out and eventually passes. A dull, ruddy light begins to suffuse the trees as it continues just dripping here and there. From the leaves and you awaken break your fast and are faced with the prospect of carrying on are there any other wish are there any other preparations you wish to make before you move on to well along the path i would like to cast major armor well done look at me remembering at the top of the day uh, you have kept your weapons properly. They are still dry. Good. You have a number yeah, of I'll, I'll, I'll dry everyone off yeah. if it's not still raining. Again, the weird little mist of prestigitation. Yeah, and make sure all the guns are dry yeah. and all that stuff. Much appreciated. It's all right. Um, it is a new day. Is it worth scrying on someone? It might be worth it. Yeah. What would help? Would it be worth trying Olga again? Um, the cockatrice? Well, we established I that mean, the cockatrice isn't where Olga is right now. I don't think there's any point, really, is there? And we couldn't really uh, tell to any degree of certainty that the place that the cockatrice is is near us. Mm. Or near Olga. Not really. I could try and look at her five minutes ago again. Out of character, did that? 
Did that work at all last time? Um, it uh, bounced it last bounced, time. It bounced, but in a way that I think made us think she might have been somewhere unscribable. Ah. Maybe... I mean, this is not going to give us a sense of um, how much time has passed, but um, the last scryable location she was in? That might be a good one. Yeah. Because then at least we'll definitely see something. I mean, worst yeah. case scenario, we're going to see her just before she gets the um, uh, the eye. <laughs> but, but if we see... I mean, people can still scry on me and I've got one. It's just a bit mm. harder. Mm. You know? All right. You mustn't assume they're the same, though. No, very true. No. Because she can do stuff that I can't do with mine. And we don't know if that's just because she's had it for ages or if it's different. Um, yeah. All right. But shall we... Should we give that a go? Because, yeah. I mean, if we see her walking into Finger Snaps lair, it's like, oh, well, you know, she's oh, standing well, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's useful information to know. Also, yeah. not right now, but I think it might be a, a, an idea at some point to see if we can figure out who made these. Yeah, that oh, doesn't yeah. feel urgent, though. No, um, no, no I said not right that. now. But also, it would answer some questions, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, also tempted to check in on Adrian again. Yeah, do it. Because that was weird last time. How would people feel about that? We know he's at least still in the same country as us, or well, well we, broad location. We left the country. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably in Vondion, isn't he? Or Teresville. I think he was with the the people at the bridges, wasn't he? Yeah. If we can establish that he's there, I'm sure we're all um, gonna breathe a little bit more easily. He's not here. I just yes. want to know why he's undermining them. Hmm. Oh. It scares me. How do we I feel about I think I asked taking... this before, but what does your family stand to gain by sowing chaos like this? We've we've had this talk, I don't know. Celestia, can you please remind me what tally marks you are currently at? Um, yes, let me have a look. Um, it is two past four future. Thank you. Um... So if we did both of those, that would save one for if we need to do yep. anything else, which might be good to have. How would we feel good about idea. that? Yeah. Sensible. Uh, feel safer knowing there's one left. Let's do Olga first. Yep. Because, you know, if we see her creeping up near where we are, then maybe we don't do the other one and we just go and find her or run or whatever. So yeah, let's, let's do her guard. first. Um, so I'm going to spin the eye. Which okay. I'm going to do in real life, because Sam got me one. I'll put that yes. on Twitter at some point. Um, and I'm going to say... Hang on, how do I word this? I, I go to spin it, then I talk to the The last me, scryable location? Show me Olga Gristlegum's last time she was in a scryable location. Yeah, show me Olga Gristlegum's last time she was in a scryable location. I spin it. Okay. You spin the... Uh, there you go. Add another tally to past. You mm-hmm. spin the eye. <laughs> you stare into it. The circle expands and you plunge down into the waters. Surrounded once again by bubbles. As you make your way along, one bubble draws your attention. There's something different about this bubble. It gently spins in place, and it's outlined faintly in blue. Does it look like the eye? It looks very much like the eye. Oh, weird. 
and as you move closer to it, you can see a figure inside. You pass, and there's a bit of a cold sensation this time as you pass through the bubble. You find yourself in a plain room of white stone. There is, it is dark outside. There is a single, uh, there is a single narrow window, uh, which seems to be of uh, some sort of thick glass through which the no light is passing. It is dark outside. Uh, you can see inside, because of your dark vision, however, the area around you. And they've not... Uh, Olga? Indeed, there is no... There, no light has been brought into this chamber. But you can still see that... In there are... Okay, so this room has two entryways. There is a door. Uh, there is a solid wooden door off to, for the sake of argument, uh, off in one direction. Uh, and in another direction... There is a long curtain. You cannot make out its colour because it is dark. Now, as you make your, as you look around, though, you can see there is a hunched figure over, bent over a table, a plain wooden table. They are sat on a uh, comfortable-looking chair. Around them, on the base, there is some sort of mosaic in a circle. As you can see on the top of the... Uh, the in front of them, they are holding in one hand a, a storm's eye, which are, they are just spinning gently on their palm and staring into it. It Olga appears as she did when you first encountered her, in the form of the old woman. I'd like to wave my hand in front of her face and see if she does anything. Like, click my fingers in front of her a couple of times. As you look around, you see that her eyes are two deep pools of water ah. and the endless ocean beyond. She does not respond. Um, are there any markers around this room telling me where this could be, what time of day it is? It's Roll dark, a, so... I want to say a pers... No, an investigation check. Okay. Fifteen? Uh, Fifteen. This room is almost frustratingly... Uh, devoid of features beyond the the walls are a plain white uh, although uh, no no actually there is solid plain white in this room uh, you are able to make out something in the patterning of the uh, curtain it seems to be a faint symbol mm -hmm. um, possibly it looks like the outline of a some sort of cylinder 
crossed with a spear. Although the stitching is broken in places, Mm -hmm. faded and worn by time. Does that mean anything to me or no? Roll a history check. Uh, Seven. (laughs) Not ringing any bells for you. Um. Uh, Outside, you can just make out through the darkness... Uh, because of your dark vision, the sense uh, the uh, that there are trees, uh-huh. and you can ch- and they're muted, but you can just make out the sound of heavy rain. Okay, so it is raining. Yes. Is it a similar like level of rain as it was last night, by any chance? Pretty close. Yes. Okay. Cool. Like thunder and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're not underground or anything, or in a cottage. Like was mentioned being finger snaps place, but we don't know. Um, I'd like to try and also look at any different equipment she's carrying. Like if anything about her tells me anything vaguely different. All right. So looking over what she currently has. Like literally like look in her bag to whatever extent that I can Mm -hmm. see from not being able to touch anything, obviously. And look if she's got anything different on her. Unfortunately, her bag is her bag uh, is not in this room. Okay. Uh, the uh, one of the bags she usually carries. Uh, she is just wearing her classic robe, which mm-hmm. is tightly uh, closed up. There may, you can make out a couple of bulges around where there might be a belt, mm-hmm. but they're difficult to make out. It's underclothes, yeah. Yeah, there's. You guess there are probably three bottles of some sort, something long and slender. Uh, maybe sim, more maybe like similar to a baton, mm-hmm. and something whose shape you can't really make out. Cool. What happens if I stare into her storm's eye? Uh, well, you have taken about. I will say that you've taken about five. To, uh, you've taken a lot of your ten minutes oh, yeah. searching around. So, so you're not. Uh, so you can try starting to stare into it if you wish. I'd like to just see what happens. This is such a terrible idea. Scryception. Okay, ah. you stare into the eye. You can see it seems to start to expand, to twist and shift around almost beginning to grow into that wider sort of circle. Below you can just make out a turbulent tide filled with bubbles and a figure in the distance. But as you're staring into it, the bubble around you begins to crumble and pulls inwards. You find yourself back in the, not in the room, but back in the Great Sea. Only now you look down and you can see there is a whirlpool ahead of you, stretching out through the Great Sea. Like, uh, like you know when you get uh, like a water spout? Mm-hmm. It just seems to stretch out 
through the bubbles off somewhere else. And as you feel yourself being pulled back up, the water spelt tether seems to follow you. Something weird is happening. You are being, you are still in the, you are being slowly pulled back up. What happens if I try and follow it? Make a charisma check. I've done something really stupid here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Um, that is, is it a check or a save? This is, this is a save. Okay, give me a sec. Sorry, I just need to look at my saving throws. Um, that's an 18. 18. All right. Oh, sorry, 19. I've got my waistcoat on. I apologize. You try and fight against the tide pulling you back up. You struggle through it, pushing yourself down. Down, down, deeper, deeper, trying to fight and follow this tether. As you do so, you swim and swim, and the water begins to become more violent, more aggressively tidal around you. You can feel it heating, bubbling. Uh, there's uh, the, the, as if uh, bubbling, heating, but also growing cold, cold and dark. You swim forwards, following this thread through. In the distance, you could, uh, as you make your way forward, you can now start to see where it ends. It ends at a figure, humanoid, with blue scale, almost scaly, slimy skin, staring at, that is standing in the midst of a distant bubble. But the tides are growing heavier and heavier. You take... So this is round one... Nine points of psychic damage. Oh, you can feel the tides trying to force you back to where you wish to go, uh, to where you belong. Do you keep fighting? Yeah. Roll me another charisma saving this is throw. such a bad idea. Like, so bad. Um, oh, that's not good either. Um, that's a 13. Okay. You try and push further and further. And as you get down, 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 you watch as the figure seems to s- begins emerging back at. Uh, 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 actually, they're in the bubble. And they turn and they stare up at you, and you see the bulbous eyes of Olga Grisselgum's true form. But as you do, uh, but as she locks eyes with you, something <laughs> grasps around your arms, and you feel like like seaweed or some sort of tendrils and drags you back up with the force of the tide. You take another 11 points of psychic damage and feel yourself and you actually feel the air just beaten out of your lungs. Cold, cold water and ice fills them and suddenly... The rest of you watch as Celestia has been staring at this uh, this spinning uh, uh, the spinning eye. She suddenly whips her head back and uh, and exhales uh, just a cloud of black ice. Oh! <coughs> Fuck! What the hell was that? <coughs> <sighs> 
Well, it turns out if somebody's looking into another storm site, it's a really bad idea to look into it. I'd like you to add another tally. Uh-huh. Awareness. One. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. God. What is that? Okay. Oh, God. This is so bad. Oh. Awareness. Is it all because awareness? Probably not. Oh, shit. <coughs> um. Well, that was a lot. What happened? Did you get... Did it hurt you? You uh, look funny. Well, I don't uh, feel very good. Corson is going to cast Cure Wounds. Oh, thank you. Um, so that is... Uh, do you want me to roll it, or do you want you to roll, roll it yourself? Yeah, you roll right, it. I no, think fine. that's how I've done it before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, you regain seven hit points. Lovely, lovely. I might do a little something else on myself in a minute, but let's talk first. So, um, I mean, she was in a white room. Um, one wooden door, one curtain with a symbol on it, sort of cylinder spear thingy, and a big circle mosaic. It was raining like it was last night. Right. So that okay. could potentially that could mean be. She's and, close it was, by. and it was dark. I mean, not necessarily that she's super, super close. But, but maybe that she's super, super close. Yeah, and we don't know what the inside of Finger Snap's lair looks like. It was an annoyingly anonymous room. But um, well, I when... also think that maybe she saw me. Um, so, yeah. And I think maybe that was my fault. Do you think this is the consequence for using it or something different? No. I think this is something else. So, um, she oh, was she was scrying. Right. What was she scrying on? That's what I was trying to look at. I spent a few minutes looking around the room. And then she was looking into the eye. It was spinning like mine does. So I looked into hers and it started doing the thing. Um, And then when I got out into the water, there was this whirlpool that isn't normally there. It's normally just loads of bubbles that I think are just different possibilities for what could be happening. But there was suddenly this whirlpool. So I followed it and... She was at the end of it, looking at me, and then something completely different came and pulled me out of the water, and then I coughed up a load of black shit when I came back here. So she was looking at herself? No, she was looking at me. Oh. You didn't, you weren't able to see what was in the bubble that Ah. she was looking at. Yeah, no. You didn't get close enough. I, I didn't get to see what she was crying on, but I mean, at the end of the spell, when the whirlpool happened, she was looking at me through the water. Oh. Through, through a bubble. And wow. she was in a different form than she was in the vision. Um, in the vision of the past, she was the old woman, Olga, you know, Maybe before you she tears her face Maybe you can't disguise yourself. Maybe. If she's within the scry, it's her true self. Yeah, mm. maybe it's like a, like a spectral scrying version of Olga. Makes sense, I suppose. But yeah, then there was, there was something else that was trying to pull me out and succeeded after a while. Hmm. Well, that's not terrifying. Yeah, super scary. Okay. Well, um, um, that's good. Love this. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. That was what we call sarcasm in the Underdark. Um... Usually um, I'm good at catching it, it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, 
This has just got even scarier than it already was because there was definitely something that wasn't her there and it definitely saw me by the feeling of it. Okay, so maybe now is not the best time to dive straight back in. Yeah. Hmm. There's a very big curious part of me that wants to know if it's still looking so that I know if this is going to be a recurring problem or if it was just a problem that time. But maybe we wait a bit. What do yeah, you think? I'd hold off. Yeah, Get some of your do it later. Back. Yeah, I'm maybe going to down a little healing potion or something because um, my nose is still bleeding. So um, we're just I'm just going to sort that out. Just give yeah. me a minute. Ow. Do you want a handkerchief? Because I don't own one. It's <laughs> um. <laughs> alright, I'll just do this. I use press of digitation. Um, do I have healing potions? I do somewhere. Um, yes, I do. Brilliant. I'm going to take one of them. Because, ow, and I don't want to use up my spells. So, um, How much is a standard healing potion, gang? Is it 2d4? Two D uh, yeah, two D four plus four. No, two D uh, four, four plus, plus two. two. Brilliant. So lovely. Shaking yourself off a little, you begin packing up the uh, various bits and pieces of your camp and make your way on down the path that the spectral forms you saw the prior night began to walk. Uh. <laughs> As you make your way along, the light has begun to grow into its own this morning. Not just the dim light of dawn, but the true light of morning. And as you make your way through this thick forest, you begin to encounter old pieces of masonry fallen blocks of stone half swallowed by vines here and there a crumbling piece of wall nature has done its best to reclaim whatever settlement once existed here but here and there the vegetation thins out and you can see the foundations of ancient buildings some grand others humble Yet beyond them, in a clearing among the high trees, one structure remains intact. The temple, for what else could it be, is a broadly square stone structure, cut with heavy blocks of white stone shot through with beautiful blue veins. The dome atop it, once a brazen copper, has turned a brilliant blue-green with verdigris and time. The windows, not of glass, but of some pure rock crystal, you can tell, just from the thickness of them. And at first glance, it does appear as if the ages have left the structure wholly untouched. But it is not so. In places, you can see faint blackening, deep in the grain of the stone of long past fire, where time and water have not washed it away. There are dents and cuts in the stonework, especially around the, uh, the single pair of doors at the, at the front and around the windows. And in places, there are tiny cracks in the stone, 
barely large enough for mice to enter through, and you do indeed see one mouse scurry in to said crack. Only the door itself seems completely untouched. A pair of smooth slabs of marbled blue stone, inscribed in gold with a florid declaration in Tyrian, the old language of the elves. Celestia, you can read this. It calls out, Come, ye seekers of wisdom and war. I read it out. Um, Also, a DM question, could that be the same stone as was in the room? It could be. I mean, in character, Celestia. So, um, it was a white stone building that she was in. All right. Great. Like, this kind of white stone? It was dark, it's hard to tell. But, I mean, we're in the same forest where it was also raining and it's made of white stone. I think it's safe to assume, yes. I could have a look inside. I know we said not I for a while, but... um. Um, no, in case she notices. Yeah. Since you last searched, you've been travelling for maybe 20 minutes. Okay. Actually, yeah, she might see back, mightn't she? She You can't scry on Olga. You can scry on a location, though. She wouldn't be able to throw that off, is what I was thinking. It's a big building. I think we're better off just being quiet and stealthy and going for it, aren't we? Yeah, fuck it. You're right. I'm just freaking out. Sorry. Let's just do it. All right. But really quiet and stealthy, because she's probably in there. Yep. I think it's safe to assume that. Clara, do you want to um, do you want to come with us, or do you want to hide yes. somewhere? Okay. Yes, I need to come with you. Okay. If things go down, it's best that you just run, hide. Don't. Don't even try and help us. We've made our own bed. And if the worst happens, then. It's probably best for you that there is nothing that connects you to us. She won't kill me. Yeah, but she might do all sorts of terrible things to you. There are far worse things than death, as I'm sure you're aware. She nods stiffly and just grits her teeth, staring at the building. Come on, then. Okay. Oh, I really don't want to go in. <laughs> I don't mean it. <laughs> okay, come on. Let's do this. Um, we've come right. this far, we've got to finish this. I'm going to clap my hands like up to over hold my shoulders. Hand. Are we fucking ready? Because I think we're not, but let's fucking do it. I click my fingers, you see a flash of rainbow, you all get five <sighs> temporary hit points. Hey. Hey. And you, I mean, you can move really fast if you want to for no reason. Um, so go for it. <laughs> You still got this weird burst of energy. Oh. Hopefully, it's quiet energy. <laughs> Lena gonna... just sort of taps her fingers against her, <laughs> her thigh a couple of times yeah, until I'm it goes. I'm also going to ding my heel up onto my xylophone and do a healing word on myself because I'm still a bit fucked and I'm just not Bing. quite comfortable with that. <laughs> no fair. Okay, that is actually me um, up to full, so that was a good decision. Okay. But... Right, let's do this. All right. What do you do? 
they're like a back way. <laughs> Would you like to? Yeah. Okay, you walk. Uh, Don't want to walk in through the give, front door. Give me an investigation check. Uh, someone want to help me? Yeah. Anyone who you. wants to walk around with you? All of us. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's a 12. You walk around the entirety of this structure. At is... like a fair distance away. Yeah, at a fair distance away. And clear... stealthily. And Stealth. stealthily. Stealth. Okay, can I have stealth checks, please? <laughs> yes. Dirty yeah. 20. Uh, 21. Um, that is 16. Oh, sorry, 19. I'm using the wrong number. My apologies. Ah, my apologies. And then for... Hey, unlike the previous... Uh, uh, unlike the previous natural one, that's a natural 20 for Leah. Hey! And Clara has a quiet but respectable 12. Mm. Thank goodness for group stealth checks. Yep. <laughs> All right, so... You begin stealthily making your way around, searching the outside of the temple. There is no back door. There are no side doors. There is one door into and out of the temple. Around it, you do see there are more of these thin windows with rock crystal uh, in the interior of them. Uh, You do get glimpses of some rooms inside. Uh, as you make your way round, you see a few through one, some glimpses of, uh, I'm going to say, starting at the front, and do you go left or right first as you begin your circuit? Left. Fuck left, okay. You see some glimpses of what looks like maybe a kitchen or something. There's, well, you can see, th- you think you see a brick oven and some, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, and uh, an old co- carving board. Uh, so on edge now I'm thinking about witches and ovens and I'm like ah (laughs) moving your way around you see uh, what looks like uh, maybe it's hard to see there's a bunk there's what looks like an ancient bit of bunk bed or something in the way maybe a dormitory Mm. Uh, you can just make out uh, what looks like it could be a study or something as you get towards the top uh, the uh, the, the entrance to the temple by the way is on the south side so you're getting to the very northwest uh, you see a glimpse of what might be a study or something. You think you see a bit of writing desk, but there's a bit of wardrobe annoyingly in the way. Uh, you catch a glimpse through one re- beautifully, actually unobscured window for once, uh, of <laughs> what looks like a bathhouse section. Just Weird. a pool of calm uh, bath water. Uh, Clean and, bath water? Um, looks like, or does it look like old and blah? Looks fairly clean, as far as you can tell. There's there's mm. there's bits of vegetation here and there elsewhere, but this one seems curiously clean. Um, and you can just make out a mosaic pattern of what looks like a mermaid uh, at the bottom. Uh, oh, there were mosaics as well. Yeah, I wish mm. to the others. Uh, you can make out uh, what looks. Uh, there's uh, one way you can just make out uh, what looks like a bit of. I think you can make out. Well, it looks like a pigeonhole case or something. Uh, there's another which you can't really make anything out, uh, anything through, as there's some something in the way. Uh, there's one more where you can just make out what looks like uh, looks like almost like a workshop or something. There's hammers and uh, some tables and things, but you can't get really a good view. And then finally, as you make your way all the way around, you see more what look like bunk beds, although these are kind of broken up. So what kind of building could this be? It's a temple, yeah? It feels very much like a temple in its design. Maybe a temple where a lot of people lived. Mm, Yeah. 
It's it's quite a large structure. It's actually a very large structure. You know, I hate a to say this. Maybe. Maybe a monastery. I hate to say this, my mm. dears, but um, only having one door in is actually quite an Olga tactical move. Yes, unless of course there's uh, anything subterranean. That's one oh, way. Oh, there definitely in, one way is. Mm, but that was the whole thing, wasn't it? But yeah, I mean, she she'd love it if she knew that people could only get in one way because then she'd have to know when people were coming in. Mm. She likes tactics, doesn't she? Yeah. That's true. All right. So, well, there's no indication as of yet that she's in there, but... I mean, it feels pretty likely. At least she's been there. Recently. There, there was a mosaic on the floor. There's a mosaic in that right. weird bathroom thing. And it's a white stone building. It's all feeling a bit all close. Right. Two and two, but... um. Actually, were any of the rooms... Because the room that I looked at with her in it had windows, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Were any of the rooms that room? Uh, not that you could see, although a few of the windows that you passed had something obscuring them, like a bit of furniture or a bit of cloth or something. Oh, okay. Like one room obscured, or like a few of them? A few different windows. Okay, cool, so it's yeah. not like we'd know. Yeah. Well, some of the windows were covered up. So what do, we, what do we want to do? Stake it out until she arrives or leaves? No. No, no I don't think so. I think we've probably got to go for it, haven't we? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but we should look for traps, because yeah. it, clearly someone's been here recently. If I was her, I'd trap it. As oh, yeah. You... Yeah. Okay. As you are discussing whether to begin investigating this... Something catches the light around the front near the door. And you see again just little bits of silveriness touch the light. And at first it's the trees. The trees having the first bloom, just little buds and blooms of spring, seem to spread out into broad silvery leaves as they might have in summer. And in front of the door, not right in front of it, but at the edge of the clearing, you see a silvery form of a young girl, shivering, wrapped in heavy layers, begins, appears. You watch as shuddering and shivering, and somehow, there's only flashes of colour, but you somehow know that it's the height of summer. You can... She seems to be uh, shivering as if in terrible cold. She drags herself through the dirt to the front door and knocks. And the door, not the real door, but the echo of the door, creaks open. And you see again the ghostly form of the hunched, purple-black-skinned crone. Grandmother Finger Snap peer through. So, it seems you have returned. Please, please. <laughs> you are a fool. You are a fool to run. 
And you are weak. Too weak to put up with a little bit of hard labor. <laughs> please. I just... Please, beg, I beg you. Take me back. No. <laughs> you can go and suffer. <laughs> and yet, as Finger Snap is cackling, the girl, Olga, suddenly stops shivering. She, you can see she now she's wrapped in many cloaks and she stands, the cloaks fall from her shoulders. What? What are you doing, girl? I'm... I'm free! What? The pact! The pact never said that you have to accept me begging you. Just that I have to beg. I'm free to go. (laughs) Unless you have more use for me. That is true. But you said you have to teach me if you have more use for me. That's in the bargain as well. So, either you've got to teach me something, something I don't know, that I couldn't learn anywhere else, or I can just leave. You see the old crone grit her teeth for a moment. Well, I suppose I could have other uses. After all, the housework won't do itself. (laughs) But fine, I will begin teaching you some of my secrets. To begin with, there is something living in the woods. When you have caught one, I will teach you how to train it. But be warned, it is not always what it seems. And as the the girl stands and hesitates for a moment, and then steps and walks into the building, the door closes and the silvery scene fades. Again, you see just the outline of a hooded figure in silver for a moment, before that too fades away. What is this? It's like echoes of something. Not ghosts, but... Memories? Maybe. But I've had an idea. Yeah? When you last saw Olga, she definitely had an eye on her. So, if I can try and locate the eye, then we'll know that she's uh, close by. That's a very clever idea. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't find that one that you've got because it was behind feet and feet of um, lead vaults. But unless the um, uh, the walls of that place are lead lined, I'm fairly certain if it's within a thousand feet or so. We know they're scryable. Yeah. Yeah, but we also know that she's recently been somewhere unscribable, and my guess is the lair underneath is probably unscribable. 
Yeah. Out of character clarification, is locate yes. object a lesser form of scrying? Locate object is a divination spell. Right. Interestingly, in the journal, mm-hmm. it does actually say cottage. It doesn't say temple. It says a cottage with a layer underneath it. I would not describe this as a cottage. Hmm. I just, I don't know. I could be thinking too deeply into this, but I just... Well, if I was writing other... about this, I would say temple. Yeah. You know? no, that's that's a point. Although I... This could be a place where they spent a lot of time, but it might not be the lair, you know? Yeah, Wasn't you're right. In just... the ruins of a temple. I thought I remembered that. Cottage itself... It's, it says dug into some ancient foundations hmm. from an earlier time. The cottage itself is a mask for her real lair. Dug into some ancient foundations from an earlier time. It doesn't... Were there any other buildings, some of the more spoiled ones, that uh, more accurately uh, conformed roll, to... A... Roll an investigation check. Okay. Yeah, while you do that, I'll read this text and see if I can hmm. find anything about a ruined temple. I'll help. Okay, investigation, that's a 14. Okay. As you begin searching around, you do actually notice something hidden, almost in plain sight. Something that you you missed on your first search around. Because, um, well, you notice two things. The first is, all around the temple, graven into the ground, are is what appears to be rocks just old chalk rocks hmm. they've long overgrown they're much less visible but you can see there is a complex circle with many interlocking elements around it but the circle has been broken at one point somewhere along the way you can actually see uh, near the front uh, off to one side of the front something has kicked out or disturbed three of the rocks breaking the circle they you uh-huh. could they the rocks are actually only a short distance away still in the uh, in the undergrowth you could replace them if you so wished all right i point this out to the others do you think there was an illusion of a house? Maybe. That it's might make possible. sense. Because there is all the bit later on about a stone slab with an elf on it, which does sound like the sort of thing that would be in a temple. But he also doesn't mention that it looks different on the inside, you know? He mentions that there's stuff hidden under the cottage. All right. But he doesn't mention, oh, I walked into the cottage and it looked like a big fucking temple, which I think is something he'd probably say. But I, yeah. again, I could be going too far into this. I'm not sure. Mm. I'm worried if we put those stones back, we won't be able to get in. I'm worried about the stones. I'm worried about these memory things we keep seeing. I'm freaked out. Why is that happening? While you're searching, you also find something else. Uh, there is something hidden on the door. It's tucked off to one side in one corner. And... Um, Scamp, it's actually something you've seen before, which is why you recognise it. It is a maker's mark in Dwarven, Ooh. marking the clans that produced the stonework. And there's actually an extended point saying, 
Uh, reading in your sort of slowly careful dwarven, you can see that it reads, The stone for this structure was quarried by the Gildenhaft clan, and made proof by the master enchanters of the Sternweaver clan. Let none enter who come knocking with ill intent. Okay, it was magic stone. Let's not put them back. Okay, right, good. I was going to say, in the um, in the vision, did it seem like um, the young girl Olga was knocking purposefully, rhythmically, in like a uh, a predetermined way? Roll an intelligence check. Fourteen. You think you can remember the pattern that she did okay. knock in? As you're discussing this, there is, again, just a moment of flickering around you and silvery light. And you look down at where the uh, where the, um, the stone circle is broken and it fills back in with silvery echoes of the stone. As you look back, there is no temple. There is a small cottage... In a meadowy field. Peering through the windows, you can see the interior of a cottage with a trap door at one point. Oh, right. But then you see silvery figures emerging through, dozens of them coming through the trees, their faces covered with, uh, uh, with um, just cloths obscuring their uh, their features except for their eyes and their pointed ears and you watch as one of them kicks through the stones and this image of the cottage <laughs> breaks and the true temple is revealed the echo <laughs> fades and huh. again there's the image of just for a moment of the hooded figure <laughs> before it goes well, that's that answered then, chums. Right. Welcome Does to the... uh, Finger Snaps Lair. But do we need to put the stones back to get the trap door to get to the beneath the lair? I don't it know. It would make sense. We have I... ill intent, though. You said. You said no one can come who knocks with ill intent. I feel that like if we put them be... back, we're not going to be able to get in. That could be a flowery way of saying you need a password. Yeah, yeah. Good, I suppose. Which we have, ish. Dwarves are known for their poetry. I'm really worried about these memories. Why are we seeing them? Who put them there? Is it Olga? Why would it be Olga? Olga wouldn't tell us this. No, this does not aid, as at least as far as I can see, um, Olga in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I don't think she'd show she'd show us this. Because no, this is if, Olga if when I'm, she's vulnerable. That's well, the last yeah, thing she wants to see. If I'm going into her head, this is her at her weakest. She wouldn't show us that. Yeah, but it's also at her at her most sympathetic. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but... but... Oh, it might my. affect some people. Not us. I feel sorry for the person she was. I don't feel sorry for the person she is now. I wouldn't rule out it being her, but showing them is all. Yeah. No, it's a good thought. 
Should I try and find the um If uh, you can spare the spell, yeah. I would. Um Right. But again, a negative like reaction doesn't mean that she ain't there. No, yeah. but a positive one most certainly does. Means oh yeah, she's definitely there. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, uh Causen is gonna take the time. Yep. Uh I'm gonna double check this. I don't uh, just check what the casting time on this is. I think it's quite quick, isn't it? Like it's object. pretty quick, isn't like yeah. it? I feel like it's a minute, but I have no basis for that. I will double I check. Think it's I'll just check it here. Because I had it I have it. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, one action, casting time concentration nice. up to ten minutes. Perfect. Okay. okay, he will do so. Okay. Um, I think what this will... Um, will look like is the little shoal of um, uh, silver fish are going to disperse out in a uh, in a wide or a widening radius. Oh, is it a shoal now? I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's really fun. I like the idea that it's gone from fish eye to like a little group of small fish. Hmm. Yeah. The little fish elements <laughs> flutter out and then return to you. They swirl around for a few moments and then settle back just in orbit of you as before. It seems they cannot find what you are searching for. Anything? All right. Uh, certainly nothing within a thousand feet of here. Okay. It doesn't mean it isn't, though. It no. gets blocked by some stuff, doesn't it? It gets like... blocked by the same stuff Scrying does. If somewhere's sanctumed. I'm going to do a little detect magic just before we start doing things. Just so it's up while we move in. Yeah, we'll keep watch. Minutes. Do you want to put the stones back? Are we going to do Once that? Once you've got it up. Nah. Um. <laughs> what? Oh, for... This is hard <laughs> time. What the fuck is wrong with you? Clara <laughs> <Farrah> just giggles. <laughs> I'm like puberty! Um... <laughs> To be fair, that's what most people blame it on. <laughs> Maybe wait till I'm nearly done, because moving the rocks is going to take some time. Yeah. Right. And I'm not going to lie, they look heavy. I don't want to do that. All right, you, you do, do your do thing. spell, we'll move the rocks. You take ten minutes to sketch out in uh, crayon until you finish, and your sight becomes illumined. First of all, uh, yeah, the you're looking at it from the front yeah the whole of the temple is cloaked in a soft field of abjuration there is also looking at the uh, there is a very weak field of illusion magic around the circle the broken circle cool alright I'll just keep that up while we should we move the stones back yeah Yeah. alright you move the three I'll grab the other side of this one. <clears throat> yep, great. And as you do so, you kind of blink, look around. Oh, what did everyone roll me a wisdom save? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, four. Fourteen. <laughs> everyone except Corzin, you look around. Oh, there's a cottage. Ah, oh, at last you found that cottage. You've been looking for this cottage for some time, and... And you definitely don't really think of a temple. This is definitely a cottage. It's been a cottage since you got here. Causing, yeah, the, the the temple shifts and seems to turn into the appearance of a just an ordinary cottage in a little bit of meadow. 
Oh, we should probably get in this cottage then. How did we miss it for so long? <sighs> did we miss it? This place well, is messing I with our I feel like I've been looking at it for ages. Yeah, it's like... I don't remember what else there was, but the cottage feel... I feel like, like we we've were... definitely come... Yeah, we, we were trying to find... Uh, we were trying to find it. Cottage, and we found it. And then we yeah. found it. Yeah, this is weird, though. It's like... One of those trick paintings of like horses where the um the, the space in between each horse is another horse what do you mean it's just a fucking cottage darling it was an illusion what what <laughs> oh can i it still see the illusion magic you can you can see that there is some sort of uh illusion and abjuration covering the cottage are there some sort of magic over the cottage it was it's enchanted, obviously, to look like something else from a distance. What else was it supposed to be? It's a cottage. Well, didn't you say... Well, it, it, it looked like a temple before. Did it? Don't remember that. Yes, okay? it absolutely did. There was um, lettering on the outside. You described it. It was in Elvish. You read it. Leo says, oh. I feel like I would remember that. Yeah, me too. But also, um... She's messing with her heads. Corzin does tend to be a little bit better at these sorts of things than the rest of us, so they're not making eye contact with anyone here. <laughs> uh, so if he says there was something, then there probably was. Because, yeah, yeah, any magical stuff usually gets the fuck out of me. Right. Is well, the, is the stone circle still? The stone there? circle is still intact. You you recreated it. You can tell there is a stone circle, but you don't remember completing the circle. Actually, no. You remember completing the circle. You don't remember anything uh, changing because the circle is completed. You just completed the circle, and then you went back to look at the cottage. Right, well, I mean, should we try and make it look like? Uh, I mean. <laughs> It is just a cottage. It's really hard to think of it being an illusion. It is a cottage, but um, before we got to this very moment, it looked like something else. And evidently... I mean, is there a way to make it look like that again? Um, Shall we... No, but I Sorry. think for the moment, uh, we're at least all on the same page of we are seeing the same thing here, right? Yeah. Yeah, but is okay. there a way to see the other thing? Well, we all did previously, but for some reason, none of you can remember that now. How mm. how did we make it into a cottage? Can we undo what we did? You uh, completed the circle there. Well, can you break the circle there, please? All right. I, I'm str oh, I'm just seeing cottage. Um, yeah. He moves one of the stones. The moment you, the, you move one of the stones, the cottage disappears, the temple comes back, and so do your memories of the temple. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right, so now that we've established I'm not crazy, shall we do this then? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Hate this. I'm not angry at you, I'm angry at her. <laughs> Good. Right. Okay. That was creepy. You, right, um, so this someone, time... Someone knock on the door then. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, I think I can remember the uh, the pattern, but, I mean, do we really want to advertise our presence like that? 
I mean, if it's the well, way to get in, darling, there's um, not really what else we can do, is there? I don't like the thought of knocking on the door and being like, hello! You know, fucking milkman's hit. But, like, <laughs> what else are we supposed to do? Don't suppose that there's... Actually, this is a point. Are there any um, windows on this cottage that Corzin could fit through? I mean, they're not cottages anymore. It's now the temple again. Oh, uh, right, the windows okay. are all filled with rock crystal. Bugger. Isn't there a big fucking protection field around the whole thing? I mean, yeah. Like, we've established this. It's all shiny and I think stuff. we have talked through this thing, and the knock seems to be the thing, doesn't it? All right, all right. Now, the very I'm... important thing we should establish, do you have milk? Because I could really go for a milk right now. No. Yeah, I've got I've got three fucking gallons of milk along with my guitar, my offer Clyde, my drum, and my tiny violin, and all you my said guns you were a and a tent. I just bring, you know, a fucking cow with me everywhere now. Fuck it. No, I don't have any milk. Leah, <laughs> am... very dead, deadpanly, just goes moo. <laughs> <laughs> We are putting off cow. knocking on this door. Yes, right, we okay, are. Uh, okay. He goes and he I'm starts knocking the I'm imagining we're saying all this out of oh, whisper, by the way, because yeah. we're yeah. not complete Yeah, yeah. So you're all sort of hissing <laughs> and whispers at you. Calls and you head up and... And as you finish your knock, the two blue stone doors swing outwards and reveal the chamber beyond. As you step forwards, there is a chamber beyond. The front door opens onto the main atrium and prayer hall of the chapel. Of the temple, in fact. Ancient stone pews are gathered near the front of the hall with standing space behind, at the far end of which stands an altar of white stone before a statue of a tall, imperious-looking female elf. She clearly held something in each of her hands, but it's impossible to tell what, as the arms and face of the statue were defaced in some time past. At some time in the past as well, there was a battle here. There are signs of scorch marks on the walls, some of the pews have been overturned, and there are deep score marks in the supporting pillars. There are shattered and burned pieces of wooden furniture as well. A broken table and some rough chairs. Mm-hmm. A long tarnished black silver bowl lies scattered not far from the altar. There are two door- doorways that lead into corridors, one on the northwest, one on the northeast side. And either side of the prayer hall, a series of arches conceal a number of small stone shrines each one with a place to burn candles or votive offerings. The images on each shrine have been defaced at some point in the past. Here and there, you spot signs of, uh, of mouse... Uh, you actually spot ancient piles of mouse droppings. Celestia Are there and Are any ancient mice? Uh, roll me a quick perception check. <laughs> or an investigation or... check if you want to solidly search for mice. Natural one, but lucky. I just want to see if there's a mouse. Okay, if it's an investigation, that's a 16. You do... Okay, well, first of all, uh, you do spot a mouse. Yay! Scurry through. Nearly slip on some mouse dropping. Off towards the uh, northeast. Uh, And you also 
Uh, also, Celestrian calls it every now and again. You just notice a very brief flicker of colour around one shrine or another, but only for a moment. Like a spirit? Just yeah, just like a very faint echo of spirit. Actually, would I be able to have any guess whatsoever as to um, who this temple is? Well, which deity this uh, uh, temple is dedicated to? Roll me a religion check. Can I do that as well? You can as well. Yeah, because it's oh. elf stuff. Five. Hang on. That is a dirty 20. A dirty 20. This appears to be the one of the major temples to some sort of Tyrian goddess uh, from the re- uh, back from before the empire converted over to the regency. Hmm. You a lot of the iconography has been defaced, but you'll keep an eye out as you go through and maybe it might give you some more clues. Leah? Yes? You're from Tyre, aren't you? Um, broadly, yes. And any of this familiar? Sweet Just, yeah, I mean... Peer around. I can tell it's ancient Tyrian, but I wouldn't know the god. You also discover, investigating around... Uh, Causin, mm-hmm. you see a around some of the bro- of, the, of some of the burnt out uh, pieces of wood, you can see just a very faint orangey sort of residue. And in one corner, Scamp, while looking for mice, you find hmm. what appears to be an arrowhead with a bit of a uh, little bit of shaft still attached, broken off. But the arrowhead is made out of shell. Of all things. Oh. Is much picking up on my magic vision? Which I think should uh, still be up. So yes, magic longer. vision is still putting up. There's still the perpetual f- uh, field of mild abjuration throughout. Uh, magic vision. Yes, actually. Uh, one thing is coming up. There is a very, very, very faint aura of a magic you find difficult to really identify, just faintly in the altar. Like some magic, great, greater magic was worked here in the far past and has only left traces here now. Oh. There's traces of old stuff here. I mean, that, but magic-wise. All right. Interesting. This whole place looks very old. Yeah. Um, I assume by now I've seen the shell arrow as well. Yes, yeah, it's been pointed out to you. The figures with the masks on, did they have pointy ears? They did. I mean, shell arrows. Mm-hmm. My first thought is sea elves. Well, that would be mine, yeah. Sea elves! Even more batshit than wood elves, darling. This foreign land, though? I mean, maybe if they wanted something. I don't know what it could have been, but... Mm. You know, I I doubt they never go on land. They must do sometimes. You know, it's just sort of usually running around the seas, eating people and being terrifying, but like... Yeah. There must be some other things they want, mustn't there? Well, they've 
They must go on uh, land occasionally, if only to raid places for supplies. Yeah, but maybe they wanted something specific, you know? Specifically here. Yeah, I mean, they looked like they were raiding the temple in the horrible ghost vision, didn't they? Well, they were... There was The house was there, wasn't it? Yeah. When they So maybe they were trying to reclaim the temple? Maybe. Or desecrate it, if it was a different uh, type of um, elf. This looks, this looks Tyrion. Yeah, but by this point, by the point they raided, this place had already been a hag's lair. Oh. I'd say that's pretty desecrated. Yeah. It might be their god. You never know. Or, um... I hate to say it, but, um... If... If we know that Olga has an eye, and we know that one of the others is in the possession of a sea elf queen, is this perhaps um, them trying to secure the others? I mean, they could have made them, who knows? Yeah. Hard to tell. More and more questions. Yeah. For now, we should probably try and look around anywhere else. Yeah, let's keep moving. I mean, the room that she was in, it had a curtain with a sort of cylinder spear thing on it. I don't see any of those, so we're not in the same room. Right, Right, let's try some other rooms. Let's keep quiet. Let's look for traps. And let's stay together. Yeah. Absolutely. So... You, there are two ed- entrance exits out of this room to the northeast and the northwest, both leading um, into corridor. Do any of the doors look like the door? There are no the doors. These okay. are doorways. Okay. Well, none of this looks familiar, so left or right? What do we fancy? Left. Great, right. let's do that. You head towards right. the northwest door. You find yourself in uh, the the. It opens up into a corridor, which moves in a sort of uh, northwards and then turns off to the east. There are the corridor. You could, there is light coming through, both from the open front door in the atri- uh, that's lighting up the atrium. Uh, but also from some light source around the corner. It looks like daylight. There are the walls and floor are on... Well, the walls are of the same blue-veined white stone, but the there are numerous mosaics depicting uh, what seem to be heroic uh, figures equipped in a very sort of ancient Tyrian sword and shield uh, type motifs marching mm. off to war on the floor. However, it seems taking advantage of the light, uh, there is also greenery in here. There are long, there are two very long vines that stretch all the way down with, uh, with leaves uh, that are bunched around where the light comes in. There are there is another door opposite as well, directly opposite the one you came uh, you you've just approached through, uh, and that one is actually a door, although it's uh, slightly off its hinges, uh, and shows. And the one signs... that I saw wasn't slightly off its hinges. No. Okay. And cool. it shows signs of having been battered through in the past. Uh, so yes, you can either go uh, directly through the door ahead, or you could try and make your way right down along the corridor. The room I saw didn't have a broken door. 
but it might be worth having a little look in here anyway. What do we think? Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. You move in, uh, open through uh, up the door, and you find what looks like some sort of ancient dining area of all things. There is a heavy wooden ancient te- uh, wooden uh, table, along with a series of benches, all of which have been shattered by what looks like axe blows at some point in the past, broken up into pieces. Uh, there are shattered uh, pieces of ceramic plates as well. Oh. Everyone, roll me a wisdom check. However, a check, check. Just a not check. save. Um, Seventeen. Fifteen. Ten. Celestian Corson. There are no black marks or fire scorching anywhere. In fact, there are no mouse droppings. The floor in this room is clean. Hmm. There is another doorway. Uh, there is another door, I should say. This door is again shows signs of having been forced in the past, which leads uh, onwards uh, directly uh, to the west. And there is also a door which leads to the north. Uh, the northwards door again shows signs of having been shattered at some point. Mm. Does this room seem oddly clean to you? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit strange. Hmm. Maybe someone's well, been here recently. It. Is there not even like a layer of dust over the place? There is not even a layer of dust in this room. Alright, this has been cleaned and recently then. Okay, that's good to know. Um, again, another Co- broken door. Not the door that I saw, because it wasn't broken unless she's broken it. But I don't see why you would. Corson is just going to cursorily examine the ceiling. The ceiling is also mm-hmm. clean. It actually uh, sweeps upwards as part of the uh, dome. You can see the dome is made also of some sort of white stone underneath. It's not directly onto how, the copper. How far into this room are we? Uh, you're on the edge of it. Like I'm um, saying so that you've maybe crossed just into the threshold, uh, but you've not necessarily stepped into the room. Now this is very dumb, but last time we were in a perfectly clean room. It was because there was a big fucking cube in it. So I'm just going to stick my guitar forwards. You stick your guitar forwards. You meet no resistance. That's what okay, I was going to suggest. Yeah, swooping it around, testing as you go forwards. You meet no resistance. You check up off above you. Nothing. Okay, I know that was stupid, but... No, no, it wasn't. Absolutely sensible, considering what we've encountered in the past. How is that sensible? Like, what are our lives? Crazy, says Leah. Yeah, that should not be a normal thing to do when you're entering a room. I mean, in point of fact, it's not a normal thing that we normally do when entering the room. It's just a thing we happen to do when we're entering a room in a place that's obviously hostile. I'm starting to think maybe we should do it in every room. Looks like we've had ancient magical housekeeping or something. I think think every room from now on, let's do it. Any room that looks suspiciously clean when the rest of the place is evidently um, got centuries of neglect... I always thought Peter was insane when he said he carried a ten-foot barge pole with him at all times, but... <laughs> Actually seems yeah. pretty decent. 
What, fucking yeah. coffee, Peter, the weird Yes. One. He's so weird. He is. Yeah. Um, I think he just evil? wants to be friends, but I'm also a bit worried he's going to eat my intestines in the night, you know? I think he's just very friendly, although I wouldn't rule out the intestine thing. He just doesn't blink enough, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, there are legitimate uses for a barge pole, you know, on a ship. Uh, north or west, guys? Um, um should we flip a coin? Um, heads for north, tails for west, so... Right. Odds for north, evens for west. Uh, west. West it is. Okay. Right. You move towards you, again, push open. The broken door. Part of this door actually just falls onto the ground as you do so. <laughs> and Well, that was nice and quiet, so that's good. Uh, we're doing really good at that stealth thing we said we'd do. We're also so checking well. for all the traps. I'm sure oh, yeah. we're doing fine. Um... <laughs> So, all right, I'll, I'll get you. Uh, so, beyond, you can see there is a kitchen. Uh, it has a shattered sideboard. Uh, there are racks for spices and herbs up above, which again have been broken in places. No spices or herbs on them, by the way. Uh, you can actually see there are broken, rusted pieces of iron knives and cutlery. Sorry, no, broken knives and cutlery scattered on the floor all of which are scrupulously clean and rust-free. There is an old brick oven, uh, which appears to have been cleaned out of its its ashes. Uh, There is a stove with a very clean-looking pot full of water on it, and even the floor tiles are scrupulously clean. There is one door out of this room, beyond the one you came in, that goes directly to the south. That door is intact. Is my magic still up? My detect magic? Have I got any more of that? You do. Okay. Uh, are these things like magically clean? Is that a something I'm seeing? Uh, you are not detecting any sign of magical cleanliness uh, that you can tell here. Double check. No. No magical clen- no magical signs are coming up beyond the general abjuration effect. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is one door which heads south, and it, apart from uh, yeah, apart from a little bit of uh, cracking in the door uh, at the very base, it is quite intact. And that heads to the south. Mm. I'm having a bad thought. What? What are you thinking? Olga doesn't clean, does she? She has people do it for her. Uh-huh. Clara's not been with her. Mm. Do we know she doesn't have another apprentice? Nope. Was it a stipulation of any of the uh, deals she made that you were the only one? Clara, Clara. thinks for a minute, shakes her head. Well, that's not a fun thought. I mean, it is also possible she could do the weird cleaning spell that I do, and she just gets people to clean for her because it's funny. As you say this, the air begins to fill with silvery light, and once again, an ancient scene begins to play itself out before you. As you see, again, the young form of Olga... Her her knuckles gripped around a broomstick, looking livid. Next to her, you can see, there is the form of Fingersnap, 
And just between beyond them, uh, there is the f silvery form of a translucent looking hooded male figure. Olga is going, So you're telling me that this whole time you've had an entity that can cook, clean, sweep, and do everything you've been making me do? Yes. It is called the Help. I bound it long ago. Then why did you make me do this for months? Because it was funny. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. Do not worry. I have revealed it to you so you may command it. Oh, great. Well, then you can do the, you do the rest of the sweeping. The help makes no motion to assist. It can only be commanded by those who know its original name, its true name. And I have bound it never to reveal its name. I will tell you the name. And you see there's a moment where Finger Snap seems to speak and no sound comes out. Hmm. But do not reveal that name beyond these bounds. This temple was proofed against scrying when it was created. It's why I moved in. But if you speak it outside, someone could learn it. And only those who know its name can set it free. I see. At this point, you hear the ghostly sound of the doors opening at the front. Olga looks round, and a tall, attractive woman in her mid to late teens enters with dark skin, long black hair, and a fine travelling coat and riding boots of a cut that would actually be not out of place for the nobility. Does she have dreads? Not yet. Oh, interesting. Her hair as it is now is a meticulously worked afro, with one side bound and braided flat to the scalp, the braids adorned in silver rings, while the other side is a natural fro, carved into an asymmetric pattern fashionable at court. But there is enough of the face that you can just recognise what it will become. As the, as the very handsome woman enters... She actually calls her, So, it looks, Grandmother, like you have a uh, new minion. You can make me a sandwich girl. I only have to follow her orders, not yours, miss. Well, it would be funnier to make you do it than to have the help do it. Don't you agree? Do you know? I do. <laughs> Olga, make her a sandwich. Olga grimaces and begins to prepare sandwich materials. Who are you anyway? Arga. Arga Duvand. 
Think of me as an older sister and in charge. And the, and the vision fades. And this time it swells inwards again to the image of the hooded silvery figure, which stays for a moment before fading. Would it be possible for Corson to try and lip read what it was that uh, Fingersnap said? Give me a perception check. Perception, okay. Yeah. I'm going to call this. Alright. That is an 18. It might have had a W and an R in it, but no, with no idea of the vowel sounds or anything. Okay. Just a thought. Yeah. None of us have that feet. <laughs> None of you have yeah. that feet. I mean, um, Corzin does not have the lip-reading feet. He's, he was no, just no, trying no. to... I'm just, yeah. yeah, and that's why I'm t- saying, like, but no, you need you needed a higher... I'd imagine it would be a really yeah. high DC. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, really high. No, good thought, She's... though, because if it had worked, it would be amazing. <laughs> have we heard of the Devon family before? I feel the like Devon that's familiar. family. Uh... So, roll a, uh, roll a history oh, check. Was there okay. a Duchess Duvon? There is indeed a Duchess Duvon. Okay, history, that was a 14 for me, but everyone else feel free. 14. Uh, yes, you are aware that uh, there is the current uh, the current ruling line of, uh, the, of the Duchy of Vendion is the Duvon family. Uh, did you get higher than 14? No, I didn't. Um, uh, have we seen any of the? You have that seen Duchess Lucetta Duvon once in a national assembly meeting from a distance. I mean, uh, did she look like she could be related to Scrimshaw, like even vaguely? Roll an intelligence check. Uh, although I'm actually because it, it could just be yeah. by marriage, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sixteen. Conceivably, there's there is a little bit. Uh, her skin tone is uh, her skin tone was dark, similar to uh, Scrimshaw's, but not as uh, not as that same uh, deep, uh, uh, not the not the distinctive tape. And there's so not maybe like a slightly different changes. strand of the yeah. Family, you get like the feeling that maybe involved. a cadet line of the family or something. Mm. Yeah, right. Cool. Maybe it branched off in different ways. Yeah. All right. Well, the Duchess Duvond. Could be a different strand of the same family. Fucking powerful family. Apparently. Hmm. I so wonder then... Does Olga have a friend? Friend, does it sound like you? Oh, like a friend. I make inverted friend commas in the air. speaks. No, this feels like... This feels like a soul. She's bound into service. Or which finger snap bound, I would have to say. There are ways of doing that if you have the means. So not the same as friend, but... Okay. Sounds about typical for hags. You couldn't Um, hear any of that, Sam. Oh, sorry. No, I I I nearly (laughs) nearly, nearly replied myself. That's the only reason I'm saying that, because I very nearly did the same thing. (laughs) It sounds like a bound soul, friend thinks. That's a thing? Apparently. um, Hate that. But is is, is, is that the person who's showing us these? 
Possibly. I mean, that could make sense. It would make sense. Yeah, it would. Was there a hooded figure in the um, scrying vision sea thing that I had? Because uh, I feel like you said that there was, but it might have just been Olga, I'm not sure. No, that was okay. just... Uh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I'm remembering wrong. This yeah. is why I asked rather than saying yeah, no, characters. No, the there's was... been a lot of uh, like, Olga, hooded figures. Olga was wearing a hood. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a lot of hooded figures. Yes, <laughs> as was Fingersnap. Fingersnap yeah. has also been wearing some hoods. Uh, but no, this one looks like almost like the, like it's the outline of a figure in a servant's uniform, except that they have a hood which obscures their face. Okay. okay. You can see kind of like the nose and bottom part of their face, but you can't see their eyes. Mm. Starting to feel quite glad that I don't go by my true name. To be honest. I mean, if I go by my true name, that's a big old coincidence. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would that would be pretty amazing. You'd have some great instincts on you. Yeah, causing. I suppose you're the one we've got to watch out for with that sort of thing. True names are a problem. Well, yeah. I mean, and Leah and Clara. Leah sort of nods quietly. Clara says, Something like that. <coughs> that sounds like it was a bargain. That's very. Yeah. That's the sort of magic you can do if you do it as a bargain. Okay, so it can't just happen at random. That's very good to know. Not with the kind of magic that we, well, that hags have. Right, well, that's something. Yeah. But if we can get this person's true name, we we may have an ally. Yeah, we might be able to help. It looks like someone's trying to help us. Hopefully. Because this isn't her. This is telling us helpful information. Yeah. Unless it's a big old double bluff, which let's always be open to. She fucking loves those, let's be honest. It could be. Alright. If this is an individual who is bound into service by the terms of a pact, then we have to find some way of exploiting any loopholes there may be. I yeah. think the name's the bigger one. If we can get inside Olga's head and get the name. Mm. I can do that. Exactly. Yeah. Worth right. trying. Right, shall we um press on for now? Yes. Yeah. Back the way you came or into the into the door to the south? I feel like we might as well exhaust this half of the place before we go back. What are you guys Yeah, think? agreed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be really rubbish to go back and then find this is where we needed to be. Yeah. yeah. You open up the door to the chamber to the south. Beyond, you find an, a larder, an ancient mm. larder, many shelves, all emptied of food, clean as a whistle. In one corner, there are several heavy amphora, sort of those old ancient uh, wine jars. Sealed. Not really big ones. Yeah. And against a wall, there are three brooms. Scamp, none of the brooms are magical. <laughs> you just said that honestly right. because you're a dick. Yes. 
You are the worst. <laughs> uh, I mean, hag covens. Come <laughs> on, people. I just, uh, I will say that that uh, because of the time you spent going around, you've probably got one more room before your detect magic runs out. Uh, okay. Because it's been close to ten minutes. Yeah. As you're thinking about this, though, cause him. Yeah. There is. You kind of feel you find yourself rubbing at your temples. There's something which is just kind of off-putting about this. You don't know why. Roll me an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Five. Oh, hun. You, you can't... There's something about these brooms. You can't trust the brooms you take 13 points of psychic damage jesus fucking hell okay and uh just gonna roll to see how extensive it looks okay not extensive enough that anyone's noticed with their passive perception yet but you do get a splitting headache Ah! all right (sighs) something about those is it the brooms um, they're just brooms. Then I... what the fuck was that? Cousin? Uh, yes. Roll me another intelligence saving throw. Jeez, okay. Natural one, but lucky. Yep. Okay, that's a 13. <sighs> this time you realise there's something, it's like a pressure, like a vice around your skull trying to push in. You You fight it off. Something is attacking your mind. Ah, something's in my head. Right, oh. detect thoughts. I want to see if there are any minds in the room other than ours. Okay. I put my hand to my temple. So. And do a sweep. You pulse through. So this is where detect thoughts is an interesting thing. I believe it does allow you to see yes, it if does. there are it minds. Allows you to yeah. mind, it allows you to mind check. Like detect uh, thoughts is literal as well. It's it like mind reading. Literally yeah. that. There is something interesting though about it. Okay. Uh, so. Sorry, did I take any more damage from that second one? Uh, you did not. Uh, oh, actually, yes, you do. You take half damage from this one. So you do also take um, seven half to three. Points okay. of damage, and this time there's blood leaking from your nose. Mm. Uh, oh. Celestia, there's a moment where you can, as you cast the spell, where you feel like there's the presence of another mind around, somewhere around you, and then it goes. It's gone. I want to keep it up though. for the whole time. Yeah, you keep it up. Okay. Um, Am I seeing anything with detect magic? There's a, a brief bloom for a moment as, the, as uh, around Corzin's head of what looks like. Well, that's an old thing, actually. Does this show up as magic? Oh, I know what I want to do as well. I don't well. think this technically, this technically isn't magic. So no. If it's a, yeah, if it's effect, it does itself, it won't show up. If it's yeah. a spell, it's cast upon something, yeah. that would show. No, it doesn't show up. Sorry. Causing, are you alright if I go in your head for a second and check if there's anything there? I'm not going to poke. All right. I don't think you'll find much in there. Mainly what you're going to get at the moment is ow. That's Okay. I look at his head. I don't probe, I just look. Okay. You push into Corsin's head for a moment. You can see, almost sort of sense, there are little marks, like 
grazes where something has extended its claws in and raked around causing's mind. Ooh, we've had some cowboys in here, darling. Like it's it's no it's not serious damage. It'll heal with a bit of uh, magic or a bit of rest, but you can see how this would it's it's attacked places that will cause bodily effects as well. And then you feel the mind pop up in your mind sense outside. I'm going to go towards it. So uh, let me just check whether you can tell the location of minds when you detect this. Detect the presence. You can use the spell to detect the presence of sinking creatures you can't see. You can just search thoughts within 30 feet of you. You are aware that there is... Okay, so I, I may have flubbed this during previous versions. I think you can detect that there is a set of thoughts here, and you can read them now that you've detected them. Yeah, I think um, so. But you can't... But it doesn't give you the direction. You just know that... Oh, no, a... I just want to try and read the thoughts. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think it's a locate person spell. Yeah, no. Um, I'm so like trying that. to see if no. I just try and read, read it. Uh, and what you... And what you get is not coherent thought it's just sort of pain fear hunger shadow it's like almost like psychic noise building up until it suddenly discharges causing rolling an intelligence saving throw i would like to try and probe that thing okay uh, you, well, when he's, yeah. I'll, we'll let Cordon do so yeah. first because otherwise That's an eight. Each other. Okay. Mm. Shit, mate. You take, flip an eight. You take another twelve points of psychic damage, and you try and probe in. It's going to try and resist <gasps> you. Okay. Yeah, my save is sixteen. Uh, sixteen. That was a natural nineteen. Okay. Minus five. Oh. <gasps> and that's well good. And you actually feel the mind vanish from your thoughts, but you managed to latch onto it just before. And it's it's strange. It's not really a mind, but you you're linked into it. And you kind of try and sense through its so we're gonna go through round one of basic detect thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh surface uh, so you probe DT, you get a sense of its uh oh, it's actually a wisdom saving throw, not uh, not intelligence. Uh intelligence would be shaped off, but Okay. Uh, so, actually, no, that was a wisdom saving throw, so not intelligence. I got that wrong. Uh, oh, sorry, it was a natural I should have 19. said. No, no, it was a natural 19. Uh, scamp. Yeah. I'm going to say, you, if you wanted to, you, forget the, you get that sort of tingling feeling that you could twist fight. I have to see it. Okay, yeah, you, you have to see it. it. All right, no, in which yeah. case it becomes a 17. Uh, with, it, cool. with, the, with the actual minus. I am going to try again. <laughs> okay. Assuming you keep searching. I have another couple of rounds. You, you keep searching. You got you got uh, a good six more rounds. Mm-hmm. But the mind has vanished this time. So you need to wait until you can feel it again before right. you can search for it. I'm going to wait in Corzin's head. If that makes any sense. All right. Um, yeah, Corzin, I'm still here just to let you know I can hear what you're thinking. Um, I'm not poking right. you. But if it comes back, I should be able to tell. Corson is going to start thinking about some uh, some sea shanties as a calming method, okay. and is also go- like interspersed with um, visions of just breaking the broomsticks out of sheer malice. Okay, you sort of try to conduct this psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hum a lot to sea shanty. <laughs> uh, okay, you're humming, you're humming. That mind has not returned. 
the build-up of psychic energy has not happened yet. And, you, and, you're, and you've got about two rounds before the end of the spell. Um, I'd like to have a look around the room. Roll me a perception check, please. No, I mean, with thoughts, sorry. Oh, okay. Check thoughts around the room. Uh, I mean, it just works within 30 feet of you. Okay, cool. Uh, but also roll me a perception check, since you are trying to do that. Um, it's 21. So, whether it's just the aid of the... Um, thought of the of the power of this uh, psychic presence knowing that it's there you look around the room and then you look up there is a wet patch on the ceiling directly above Corzin Corzin move I do I point upwards I don't say anything I just point up and see if anyone else can see it now that it's been pointed out you can all see just this patch of just dampness on the ceiling. I'd like to go towards it with my detect thought spell. What is that? Don't Roll know. me an intelligence check for your last round of this. Okay, I trained my weapon uh, on it. 19. <laughs> no, 18, sorry. Check not there, safe. Just the faintest of brushes. That faint echo of something similar to thought, but not quite. Okay, it's in there. I've got it. I'd like to try and probe. Alright, give it another wisdom save. That time it fails. And you just get, for for one round before it ends, the sensations of... It's not really a brain or a mind. It's just hunger, pain, darkness. Hunger. Thoughts. It's thinking. It's thinking. Break those broomsticks. It's thinking. And your thoughts and your detect spell, thought spell comes to its end. Okay, it said hunger, pain, darkness. It's thinking, break those broomsticks. Do you want me just to zap the wet patch and see what happens? Maybe. Wouldn't say no. I was thinking about breaking those broomsticks. I know you were. You really fancied it, didn't you? Okay, shall I just I chuck a bit you. of fire and see what happens? Do it. Roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> it's quieter than um, guns at this point. Five. Do we all Five. roll initiative? Uh, yeah, everyone roll initiative. 23. 19. No, sorry, 14. Okay, 14 for, for causing. Scamp was a five. Uh, okay. Uh, and then cool alright so uh, yeah Celestia you see just before it can the moment when the patch starts to move very quick slightly towards scamp Okay. Um, so you're able to get a reaction in before it can move just deciding what spell I want to do um God, why am I so shit at range? Like, I'm so shit at range. <laughs> like, so terrible. Um, so, so as I have any idea what this is, do I? Uh, you can use a... I'll say it's a bonus action if you want to use a... Make a yeah, nature check. Yeah, I would, check. actually. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> no idea. Evil... Pa- evil water! Evil water! <laughs> evil water, I say out loud. <laughs> um... What? Uh, don't worry. Um, fuck. 
How high up is it? Uh, it's on the ceiling above, so it's about 20 feet above. 20 feet, that's Actually, no, no, that's, that's quite high. Uh, it's about 12 feet above you, even accounting for the ceiling. Couldn't the ceiling reach it high. if I smacked it with my guitar, could I? Uh, I'll say you could jump up and try. Can I do that? Can I yeah. jump up and smack I'll let you, it with the I'll let you make guitar. a free athletics attack check to see how high you can jump. Yeah. Can I do acrobatics for jumping, or is that cheeky? All right, if you use the, if you kind of run off the wall, bounce, kick off the wall a bit. I try and make it look cool, yeah. so it's acrobatic. Yeah. Uh, ooh, it's a good thing it is acrobatic, so that's terrible. That's, uh, that's an 11. No, 12, sorry. Okay, I'll so say you can just get it high enough. Make your attack roll. Okay, um, so... Do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm just trying to find my plus for my guitar because I've reorganised my notes and now I can't find it, which is not the object of reorganising the notes. Um, okay. So that is... Uh, an 18, I believe. Okay. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. Okay, so that's a goblin 2d8 thunder damage. So let me find my d8. I can't find anything I need in this game. I don't. Do you ever have one of those where you're just like, nothing is where I need it to be? Yeah. There we go. A lot. Okay. Um, So that is 11 thunder damage, and um, it doesn't have its reaction. Okay. Nicely done. Uh, as it's uh, uh, as the thunder blasts through it, patches of water just <laughs> spatter in every direction uh, and smear against the wall. However, the central patch does wobble for a moment and then moves directly over Corzin and drops. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so uh. it's going to go for its target. Okay. All right. So this is an attack from it. Um, Above, no, oh no! That was a that was a, a, an eleven. It splashes onto the ground next to Corzin. Just misses. He <laughs> jumps out of the way. Yeah. Huh. A little bit lands on your loner. What a spot lands on one of your loner boots and starts to hiss as it eats through the leather. Oh, oh okay. Uh, all right, that is the. Uh, I think that's the rest of its turn. However, so uh, that makes it uh, Corson's go. Okay, Corson is going to draw his swords and lay into the thing. Okay, which swords are you using? Uh, I would be using the uh, saber and the ghost touch. Um, Thank you. Make a ma- uh, make an attack uh, with uh, uh, make make your attacks. Tell me which swords you're using in each attack, please. Okay, the f- I'll make the first one with the ghost touch. Mm-hmm. So that is a uh, 26. That hits, roll damage. Alright. Alright, that's 8 slashing damage. Nicely done. Okay, the next one is just with the... Uh, kind of destabilizes it and part of it becomes just sort of shivers for a moment and goes just becomes water the other part begins vibrating aggressively all right uh the second one is with the uh plus one saber mm-hmm. oh that is another 26 actually and roll damage Uh, that's nine slashing damage. So the good news is, as you swipe it through, you scatter the rest of the ooze, uh, disintegrating it. The bad news is, 
your blade begins to hiss. God damn it. As oh. the ooze, as the liquid starts eating into the edge of the blade. Right, okay. Back to the um, uh, the ghost touch with the, uh, uh, the for the final one then. Uh, the ooze is destroyed. There's oh, just it's some of it oh, okay. on your. Are there's just some of it on your. Uh, out blood. of initiative. We're out of initiative. Oh, also. can I click my fingers a few times and try and press the digitation it offers? Uh, yes, you quickly. Hiss really off the rest idea. of it. However, Didn't leave the fire then. Oh well. <laughs> however, the edge is corroded and pitted on okay. the uh, on this blade, not on the ghost touch blade, but on this uh, dwarf made blade, until you can get a sufficiently skilled smith to perform repairs. Mm-hmm. This is now functioning as an ordinary uh, saber rather than a plus one. Right. Okay, okay, so it still works, just not as well. Still yeah. works, but basically it's, yeah, the, the, the edges are slightly fucked. <sighs> it's lost its plus one. Yeah. So actually that means I'm rolling both at the same, uh, uh, yeah. same modifier, but... Until, hey. you, can get repair, until yeah. you can get repairs made. Well, your sword's fucked, darling. Mm. Mm. Is well, it not just... entirely, but is it just metal that it's eating, or is it? Uh, it's the it. You do notice uh, every the 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 hole in Corzin's boot grew to a fair distance before uh, it was uh, before you know, okay. it gets cleaned away. Strong so we don't acid. touch these. We don't touch these at all. No. No. It um. Your other sword's fine. Yeah, although this. This is enchanted, so maybe it's okay. got some sort of protection against it. It said break for broomsticks. It was probably just reading what was in my head. Oh, maybe. That would make I more mean, sense. You were thinking that like a second beforehand. I mean, to be perfectly honest, and um, Corzin does cut down through the um, hafts of the uh, the broomsticks with his good, un, un uh, adulterated sword. The three broomsticks shatter in a satisfying manner. I feel better. That was loud. <laughs> oh well. Actually, it wouldn't have been that loud. It's more like sort of. Yeah. Well, that was satisfying. To be honest, I enjoyed that. Um. Well, let's hope we don't run into more of whatever that was. Whatever that, that was. Terrifying. I was just thinking about pain and hunger and. All the scary things, to be honest. How did it get inside my head? It's psychic a bit. Felt like felt like a bit like what I can do, but creepier. Mm. All right. Come on then. Leah, sort of. Sam, um, wait a second. Is your head okay? Do you need any healing or anything? Um. A bit, I mean, I was in your head a few minutes ago. It looked a bit dented. I'll um. I'll, I'll take one of these potions. I would, darling. He's going to pop a greater healing potion. Ooh, okay. Oh, 44 plus out. 4. 44 plus 4. I have one more after this, so I might as well. Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, you took a lot of damage. You might. This yeah. is a good time to use that. That's... What were you going to say about Leah? Leah just sort of looks at you and goes, I have no idea what that thing is. Okay, I regained nope. 14 hit points. Nicely done. Fantastic. All right, so making your way back out, uh, you've now discovered why the kitchen is so clean. Uh, and, Usually a bad sign. Uh, 
and you make your way back into the private, uh, into the old sort of dining area. There is the door back into the corridor, and there is the door that led the broken door that led north. Um, do we want to check in this north door before we go back? Yeah. Yeah. I think let's get this whole half done and then go back and do the other half. I feel like I should be mapping this place out, but meh. I think I think I can remember. I say with my new intelligence modifier. Mm, indeed. Uh, oh yeah, your brain's good now. Yeah, it works and stuff. It's great. So you uh, open up the door to the north, and you find what frankly looks like some sort of ancient dormitory. Uh, there are a number of bunk beds here. The cloth has mostly rotted away by by this point. I wave my guitar in front of us before we go into the room, like a no, no gelatinous <laughs> cubes. Right, and in no fact, cubes, good. And in fact, this area is not clean. Uh, there is uh, the bunk bed. There is dust. There is dirt. Mass droppings, uh, and a uh, there are as I say, there are a number of bunk beds. Uh, many of them have been shattered. Uh, and in one corner there is a stone, a tall stone ewer uh, with water in for washing one's hands, and one down below with water in for washing one's feet. Uh, the, by the way, actually, as you make your way back out through the kitchen, the uh, stove with the clean-looking pot full of water now empty. Ah. Uh, okay. um, so. Oh, I had a thought. I had a what? bad thought. What? So you know how we looked through the window and there was that bath that looked disturbingly clean? Mm. Well, I want to watch right. out for that because that pot had water in it a minute ago. Right, watch out for any standing water or liquid. Any suspiciously the, clean The standing, standing water, by the way, in this room has a thin film of muck of just pom- of just scum. Over. I mean, right. I'm no expert, but that looks fine. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> anything that acidic, uh, that acidic would have burnt that stuff away. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the at some point, some of the old beds were pushed together into a single one, covered with some sort of knitted fabric, and you can see the remains of it. But that that bed and the fabric have long since been shattered and burned. Mm. To the north, mm. you can see signs again of gre- of grooves in the wall, hacked pieces. Uh, you can make you can make out what looks like a um, there's a broken bit of something in one there's broken something in one corner. It's a bit strange. It looks like almost like a piece of wood with shards of razor sharp. It's hard to tell whether it's tooth you think it's teeth jammed into it at intervals like it broke off from something longer Um, does this look sort of akin to what i have heard about reavers uh roll a history check okay have i heard of sea elves being called reavers you have. It's been, it's been talked about uh, yeah actually yeah we have actually talked about it yeah we had a um I, i think it was like Episode, episode two. two or something ages ago ages 12 ago. it could be conceivably could be a lot of the st- you've not heard many the, the stories you've heard of people who've encountered reavers have mostly been of survivors who survived because they sailed away as quickly as they could mm. 
Um, but you have heard tales that they don't have much in the way of iron. No way of making it on the sea. Uh, you can also see to the north, at one point, there was a secret door concealed in the stonework. It has since hey. been forced open and burned and broken. You can now see that it leads into a corridor beyond. I indicate with my swords. Mm. As you are well, looking, they are out now. They are not going back yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. As you as you are looking again, silvery light begins to fill the room, and this time you can see there is a young girl sat on a bed uh, of what appears to be. Uh, not knotted fabrics, uh, which are uh, knitted fabrics, I should say. Uh, looks like some sort of hand so uh, hands uh, knitted quilt. But the figure is not exactly the young figure you saw before. Her f- hair is still silver, but she looks haggard, covered, scarred. Her f- her features twisted and like she's. Like she's survived some sort of terrible fire. Hmm. Um, and you can see that she is quietly knitting away. As she's doing so, you see the taller form of Arga Duvant, uh, again dressed finely, but furious. She looks a few years older, uh, hmm. storming in. This this is an outrage. How dare they do this? Olga looks up. What is it exactly they have done? The prince has himself has off accepted my proposal of marriage. I sent no such proposal of marriage. I have learned from my father that a, that a whole series of apparent love letters have been exchanged between myself and the prince, and he has fallen in love with me despite us never meeting. Olga clicks for a few times, knitting, looks up. Unfortunate for you. Yes, I should expect a little sympathy from you. Well... Is there anyone in your family that would want to get rid of you? Hmm. I suppose so. They've been trying to marry me off for some time, and I have turned down a number of the suitors. For obvious reasons. If they try to get me with child, they will learn that it cannot be done. Perhaps one of my siblings. No. Mother. Mother would have done this. Well, it will be a problem if on if after the wedding night they find out that you're not going to be able to sire any uh, future children. Yes. What could I do? You could run. No. If I run, the king will hunt me down wherever I go. And I can't give up. I can't give up knowing. Ah. Your little network of informants. Yes? Yes. 
I need to know what's going on. But I need to disappear. I need to disappear but still be around. Well, you know what you could always do. What? You could always ask Grandmother if she knows a bargain that can do what you need. The vision fades. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that explains maybe the dog and the invisibility and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But what happened to Fingersnap? Mm. If she made this deal, what happened afterwards? It was it strikes... definitely connected? We don't know that it was Maybe just... not. She yeah. might have just died. Well, they don't just die, do they? Not of yeah, old age. Too. But she might have been killed by somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's not like um, there'd be lack of people wanting to. She's yeah. a hag. No. I wonder if it was either of them. That's what I'm wondering. Hmm. The doors, there is the door. You can go back the way you came, or you can go north into the corridor through the secret door. You can see the corridor looks akin to the corridor that you entered through. There is again a, a pair of green vines that wind through, and you can see sunlight from a different source. Opposite, along the secret door, you can also see an open doorway which leads into the bathhouse that you saw from the outside. So could it appear that we are going round the building? Yes, essentially. And it seems like you're going around the, the outside, going through along the left. Uh, looking, actually, peering through the corridor, you can see... Uh, you can actually... If you want to peer around the corners, mm-hmm. you can see a little bit more. You can see there is a door opposite, which le- a doorway open, which leads into the bathhouse. There is a door to uh, at the end of the corridor to the left, which is closed and intact, solid metal, a solid wooden door. And then to the right, uh, the corridor seems to go into a central sort of area where you can't quite make out what's beyond, but there's clearly sunlight coming from there. And it looks like the corridor either uh, sort of crossroads. There's the central area to the south, some sort of passageway that goes to the north, and the corridor extends all the way down to the... Um, what's what I'm looking for? To the east, at the end of which you can see there is a, a single door. So the two intact doors that we can see, there's one going off the bathhouse and one going off the corridor. Uh one going, yeah, so if you go left away from the bathhouse, so both of them are along the corridor. One is on this this end of the corridor at one end. One is at the far end of the corridor. Okay. Past the place where the light is coming from. And there is the open doorway to the bathhouse. And the bathhouse, the water is clean. The water is clean. No, um, no, no, Shall no. we just not go in the bathhouse? No, I don't want a bath. I don't fancy it. No, I don't I'm want fine. an acid bath. I'm uh. fine. Thank you. Um, also, the door that I saw in the vision was intact, so it could be either of these ones that are down the corridor. Potentially. Um, well, let's go have a look, see if they're locked, see if they're trapped. Because if yes. they are, it's probably the right door. I yeah. tend to agree. 
Okay. So, do you, which door do you want to investigate? The closest one? Closest one, I guess. Okay. Let's yep. slip out into the corridor. Uh, there, are, there are thick green vines on the floor that you kind of step over. And make your way over to the uh, to the closed door. You're investigating for traps. Roll me investigation check quickly. Um, should I do it? Yeah, I will I'll assist help. her. Perfect. Um, oh, that's a natural twenty. I rolled a nice. nineteen and a twenty. Excellent. Ooh. As you're looking through, you can tell that no. The door here seems to be untrapped, as far as you can tell. It looks like it doesn't even appear to have a lock. Okay. Um. As you are looking at this, Celestia, you hear a sort of slithering sound. And you immediately step to one side. Corzin, you're not quite as fast. And as you're, uh, and as you are looking, uh, as you're busy looking at the door, you feel something wrap around your legs as the vine <laughs> and snares you, pulls you to the ground, and starts dragging you back along the corridor. Um, and as this uh, starts dragging you back along the cor- uh, corridor, okay, so you're going to try and grab Corzin. Yeah, um, my first instincts, I think. Okay, uh, very quickly, everyone, roll me initiative. See it. Yes. Oh, seven. But this is a result of its attack against. Twenty-four. Against. Um, <laughs> wow, you're on it. Eight. Okay, twenty-four causing uh, eight for Celestia. Seven for uh, Scamp. Okay. Uh, okay. And all right. So. Uh, there are so okay, Corzin, you react first. Uh, so before the others can, you are grappled uh, by okay. uh, you are grappled and prone, and you have been dragged fifty, and you are dragged suddenly fifteen feet oh. down the corridor. Uh, before uh, this is what it does on its action before this uh, this initiative starts. The other vine tried to grab at Celestia but missed. She uh, heard something and stepped out of the way in time. As you are being dragged back, you find yourself being pulled back and around the corner you can now see in the centre of this whole chamber there is a beautiful uh, central room directly beneath the main dome. And at the height of the dome, there is a uh, there is a rock crystal oculus uh, protecting it, allowing the sunlight directly in and down onto what looks to be a beautifully made mosaic patterned well. An oculus. Uh, so it's a large circular. Uh, so an oculus is classically a large circular hole in mm-hmm. the top of the dome to let light in. Oh, Although cool. this hole has actually been filled with rock crystal, so it's like glass. Um, Pretty. And yeah, like can, at the top of oh, what's the of building? The, uh, in the, the Pantheon in Rome. Yeah, the Pantheon. Yeah. Uh, and as you, but you can see as you are being dragged suddenly by the <laughs> vine, uh, the vine as well as the other vine that went off to this corner, and six more vines leading off in different directions, all connect to this central well, and you can just see the waving of fronds beyond. And I'm going to keep your initiative rolls. And we're going to pick up there after these, no doubt important, Ah, messages. 
If you like Flintlocks and Fireballs, you can listen to us through the free, easy-to-use app PodCoin and get paid to listen to our podcast and every other podcast. When you listen to a podcast through the platform, you'll get PodCoin. You can spend PodCoin on Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, or you can just donate it all to charity, which is what we do. If you listen to podcasts anyway, do it through PodCoin and you can help out someone else at no cost to yourself. So. Download the PodCoin app on iPhone or through the App Store on Android, and you'll get 300 PodCoin off the bat with the invite code FLITLOCKS. PodCoin. It's the podcast player that pays. And now a word from our friends over at Dice Out Now Game. My name is Checha. I'll be your DM for tonight. Hi, I'm Kara. I'm playing Declan. Hi, I'm Richard. I am playing Dawn. My name is Dia. I play Kasni. My name is Jan, and I'm playing Darren. Declan's just sitting there watching all of this happening. You'd have to be blind not to notice him, and even then you'd probably hear him. He's dirty in a sexy way. He is wearing something akin to a toga at the moment. No, I'm I'm very unusual. I swipe the electrum. Of course. As I do. As you do. Have you ever seen bacon before? Kasni just raised. Is an eyebrow. How many children did I just orphan? Love and charm. Those weren't the words I was going to use. I spent a long time in the mountains. What is this? Some kind of small city? You guys are rolling so poorly. He's pointedly not looking at Don, but he kind of is. Do they have that in your backwards city? I grab it, sweep about, and kiss it. Hello, generic super name number four. Is it times like these that I'm glad I no longer have the ability to play flute? And I sort of look at what I'm wearing, wonder if I can give it up or not. This state is not going well. The fanfiction writes itself. Tomorrow's the wedding. Uh, I hope you're all excited. Dice out. Now. Game. 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 I've seen the future's shape, my dear. And what is yet to come to fear? If you would stem this coming tide, then you must like, rate, share, subscribe. And welcome back. All right, so top of the round, just to uh, to remind ourselves how we are. Uh, Corzin, you are being dragged towards (laughs) the... (laughs) Center of this uh, well chamber. I'm uh, not happy about that. You're not happy about that. So, uh, <laughs> quick description of the environment. Uh, so, the uh, environment is as I described before. There is this central well uh, with which seems to be filled with plant matter. Uh, you were at the far end of a corridor of the. Uh, I'm going to call it the north western corridor. Uh, which was a good, I'll say, uh, 30 feet total, allowing for a bit of diagonal, from where the entrance to the well is. You are now 15 feet from the well, uh, being grappled by a vine and prone. Uh-huh. Uh, the vine does not stop you from standing back up, but it, uh, but it, you cannot leave the space it's currently holding on without breaking its grapple on you. Celestia, uh, Scamp, uh, Clara, and Leah are both at the far end of the corridor, about 15, 10 to 15 feet away from you. Clara, I'll say, is ducked back into the nearby 
chamber that you just left from via the broken secret door. There are also corridors leading off to the northeast, southwest, southeast, and one that goes directly north, although you can't see what it, what's at the end of that yet. The There seems to be plant matter in the well. You cause it... Uh, actually, no, you're not up first. Uh, Bloody hell. Was oh, no, you are up first. Sorry, I was, looking at, I was looking at the wrong initiative order, uh, the old one from earlier. You are up first with the 24. Okay. Right. I was going to say, if somebody's rolled more than 24, I'm actually concerned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's like when is... the DM rolls something and says, does a 30 hit your AC? Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, yes. There's a vine gripping you. And you're on the floor 15 feet from the well. What do you do? Okay, if Corzin is able, he is going to attempt to cut the vine off himself. All right. Uh, So you are... uh, Okay, so can I ask you to... I mean, you have a speed of zero and you can use half your speed to stand up so it doesn't lose lose you anything. Uh, I don't even need to stand up. It's just I'm cutting the vine off myself. Okay, uh, just joking, because, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say I'm not going to give you a disadvantage then to attack the vine, uh, so... It's okay. literally in bodily contact with me. It's literally on your me. bodily contact with you, it's fine. Uh, give, me, <laughs> uh, give me an attack roll, please. Okay, first attack roll is... Uh, oh, dirty 20. That hits roll damage. Uh, that's a seven slashing. Okay, you hack into the vine, getting a good inch or so into the thick green cord. Uh, it's not enough to cut all the way through with that first attack. Okay, I'm going to start sawing, like like I'm okay. sawing a plank of wood or cutting a loaf of bread. Okay, give me another check. An attack roll, even. Okay, that's an eighteen. This okay that you continue to saw in more da- uh, more damage, please. Ooh, that's an 11 slashing. Uh, And yeah, with that sort of hacking and sawing, you manage to hack away that first vine in its entirety. You, you, You actually carve through until you cut it away from your legs. Uh, the remaining vine <laughs> slithers back into the well, uh, whereas the uh, the section that was wrapped around you goes limp. <laughs> okay. If there's another vine within reach of me... There is. I'm, go- I'm going to t- uh, take a slash at that as there well. There is the other vine, which is uh, which attempt to, which is stretched out all the way towards Celestia and attempted right. to ensnare her. Go for oh, it. no, you fucking don't. <laughs> Right, that is a uh, 23 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Alright, that's a 9 slashing damage. Okay. You slash down and the vine, and you leave a deep score in the vine, cutting it through. Thick white liquid emerges from where you cut it. It Um, is at this point that Corzin is going to spend half his movement to stand up. Okay. Um... All right, fine. Uh, that's fine. I'll I'll slightly fudge how you do that, uh, so so that I'm not I don't have to retrospectively apply you disadvantage for attacking the one that wasn't grappling you. Well, I, w- I was prone for the whole time, but I was attacking yeah. um, something. You that were attacking the body yeah, contact. Oh uh, yeah, we're not going to worry about it. Uh, yeah, so, okay, fine. Uh, okay, uh, so now you got 15 feet of movement left. Uh, well, all right. I'm gonna. Just 10 feet of movement there, hmm. 
Mm. I'm actually going to stay where I am. See okay. what it does. If it attempts to wrap around me, I'll uh, uh, attack it again, but um, I'm not going to move from where I currently am. Okay. Not moving from where you currently are. Leah is going to uh, stab down twice at the vine. Uh, both of those hit. Yay! <laughs> and yeah, she <laughs> drives her uh, her uh, short her her small sword into the vine, pinning it to the ground, uh, and then uh, invites. Uh, and I'll say actually, yeah, she's holding it down. Clara produces, uh, uh, rushes out with what is essentially like a butchering knife and just soars oh. into the vine <laughs> until it comes loose and slithers back. Didn't know you were so good at gardening. <laughs> Causing sort of laughs with a slight okay. edge of psychosis to it. But um, okay, know, the, the, there's more mirth than anything else. The second vine <laughs> pulls away. Uh, those two vines are now gone. Uh, because of where you are, uh, I'll say the rest of the... Okay, so we're going to go continue on in the in the order. Celestia, both vines have now retreated, although you can see that about 15 feet from Corzin, there is, uh, uh, like, peering around the corner, there is the well with the plant matter, and there are other vines that stretch off in other directions. So... How far away is the will from me? Uh, 30 feet or so. Okay. Um, mm, I would like to run up to the well and do a thunder wave right near it. All right. You direct. You run straight up to the well and do it. And a I get th- my guitar and yeah. go... <laughs> Okay, uh, I guess I'll roll a check for each of these then. I always then. imagine my thunder wave looks rainbowy. Rainbowy sort of wave of force comes out. Hmm. Fails. Like success. an 80s cartoon. Yes, yeah. exactly like an 80s cartoon. Fail. Or like the gay agenda. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I make no apology. <laughs> No, you shouldn't. It was perfect. I loved it. Uh, can I have you roll damage, please? <laughs> yeah, I roll gam- damage for the gay agenda. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Um, that is 12 points of gay agenda damage <laughs> to the vine. You... As the as the blast goes out, so the... Uh, so, okay. So, as you... Godoza, you see the echo... Shut, uh, shatter and sma- uh, smash up the other six vines coming out of it. Not completely. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the vines in particular manages to avoid the worst of it, but you do 12 points of damage mm-hmm. uh, to the other... 12 points of gay damage? Great. 12 points of, <laughs> uh, of decidedly gay damage uh, to the other, uh, uh, to all but one of them, which takes six instead. Mm-hmm. Flagrantly um, homosexual damage. Yes, flagrantly <laughs> the homosexual damage. The vines all like other vines now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, that's fine. You've done that, uh, which I guess makes it. Uh, so, Celestia, you're now by the uh, you're now by the uh, by the well. Scam, would you like um, to do oh, anything? I, no, I'm not done. Oh, yeah? um, I 
would like to look at Scamp and go, fancy a spot of light topiary, and you get inspiration. Because <laughs> I'm it. a dick. <laughs> Love it. This is a D8 when you want it. <laughs> Lovely. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, I would like to join Celestia at the edge of the well. Okay, you join Celestia at the edge of the well. What would you like to do? How how deep is this well? Uh, so peering down, you can see that there is a well. It's kind of hot. It looks like it was originally quite deep, but it's hard to tell because of just this thick morass of plant matter, which is now uh, living within the well uh, to, uh, and occupying most of the water. You can tell that there is water down there, but it's hard to tell how deep it how is as a result. How far down before we hit water? Oh, not far at all. Maybe less than five feet. Ah, oh, that's that's a weird well. Um, it's a I mean, very high water table. Technically, oh yeah, sorry, no, that's not the way wells work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, knowing what I do about the environment around. Okay, actually, the water table uh, should be about yeah, the better part of fifty. Uh, sixty feet down. Although there is, uh, there is, uh, v- there are vines growing thickly up the side of the whole well. Yeah. Uh, uh, obscuring much of the wet pathway down to the water. There we go. Yes. Thank you for a reminder about how wells work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's ways of. Do- yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's magic. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted yeah. to be five feet, there's magic. No, there's no magic here. It's a fucking sixty foot d- drop to the uh, to uh, to the water. Um, although most of that is obscured by vines. Okay. Um, if I would like to put a twenty foot radius sphere in the middle of it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you certainly could. Uh, yes, you could uh, drop it down and hit uh, much of the vines as you do so. I want to make sure Celestia's not leaning over the well. <laughs> Excellent. You. I had to be within fifteen feet of the well. Oh yeah, because he stood there. Oh, you're right. Not... You said you're right next to the well. I mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. move back because yeah, I yeah. used my thirty feet. Yeah. Oh no, but you, no, but you can you can do there, your fireball but... in a way that it doesn't hit the well. I'm just worried about like a chimney effect, so you might get singed in eyebrows. But this is I don't fun, imagine so I'm, I'm leaning it. over it. Yeah, I am next to it though. Okay. So, you... I'm just going to drop it. It's got a little bead of light falls down the well. I imagine I hurriedly <laughs> lean back. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to push it yeah, back slightly. It doesn't really get a save for this, because uh, it's a contained environment. Can I just ask you to roll damage, please? I guess we're done being quiet now, then. How much noise does a fireball make? Less than a thunder wave. Yes. <laughs> yeah, less than a thunder wave made noise. <laughs> You're being attacked by a vine. I feel. I don't think I would have yeah. thought about it. You know, um, that I did think of it and was like, nah, I wouldn't like no, not con- do something. You know, continuing the gay agenda theme. Make noise. Be proud of who you are. <laughs> be gay. Do crime. Yeah, basically. Uh, 20, <laughs> 28. 28. Okay. Is there a little bit of a chimney? A little bit. There is a bit of a chimney effect. <laughs> As you look down, many of the vines have been uh, singed and burned but not as not badly as, as you would expect. Yeah. There's a lot of water. Okay. And now we hit initiative count four. So, so the vines are, that aren't stretched. So, so the, so there are six vines that stretch out in every other direction, two, two down other corridors. 
Um, and the vines themselves can make no attacks that do damage. In fact, the creature in the centre of this is completely incapable of moving from its position. Unless, of course, someone were to stand directly next, next to it. To it. <laughs> so, at this point, two just... Uh, uh, just what can best be described as mouths... Of plant oh. matter with uh, with teeth of thorns, like fucking like Audrey too on acid. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh wow! Burst out of the uh, out of the just ridiculous uh, morass of vegetation and they're so on the inside of the yes on the inside. Causing look what we found. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be one attack against uh, Celestia. Which is a 22. Oh, um, oh, let me just check. Hang on. Yes. Hang on. Oh, no, that does hit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, because uh, you are not a Tarrasque. Only a 10 <laughs> against Scamp, however. As it, uh, as it bounds out... At the, as, as the vegetation bounds out at Scamp, you're able to quickly duck back out of the way. Celestia, Whoops. however... It's going to be so embarrassing if I get killed by a fucking plant. Uh, not only are you grabbed uh, by the uh, by the plant mouth, uh, immediately taking. Uh, let me just get my other D8 here. Uh, immediately taking thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, the mouth <laughs> completely engulfs you oh and drags oh. you into the well. Oh no! You are blinded, restrained. Unable to breathe. Good, good. Lovely. I can't hold uh, my breath for that long. My constitution's rubbish. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay. This this, this, this encounter took a turn I was not expecting. Because I did of... something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, from my point of view, this was a decent move. You yes. said there are six plants, they're rooted in the well. I can't yes. go and no, attack the absolutely. well. Absolutely. It wasn't no, quite enough to kill. That's absolutely the right call. Yeah, yeah, However, the right one is now it's trying to right eat you. <laughs> I just didn't expect either any of you to stand right next to the well. Okay, so. <laughs> top, think be that how else are we going to attack the thing in the well? <laughs> well, actually, no. No. Gordon, no. top of the round. Well, actually. Well. Oh. You've just seen Celestia <laughs> engulfed by a fuck ton of plant matter and dragged into a well. Okay, does Gordon have enough movement this round to uh, get to the, 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 the side of the well? Oh, easily, yeah. They're right, only 15 feet okay. Away. He is going to vault over the side of the well and jump down in order to try and stab whatever um, central mass this thing has, taking due care and attention to try and miss Celestia, if at all possible. Okay, so you're vaulting down. I'm going to ask Actually, you... Actually, how wide is this well? Oh, it's a fairly wide well. It's like ten foot wide. Okay, so he's not it's shitting like down there. Right, fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I will ask you for an athletics check to kind of hold on to the vines while you're stabbing down instead of totally risking falling fine. down into the well. Okay. <laughs> okay, that is a twelve. Uh, you stab and stab slash into the mound, but as you do so, the um, it just. Okay, essentially, just uh, sli- the blade slides off hard, uh, g- uh, hard bark and thick Bugger. vine. 
it's not quite enough to penetrate. Okay. Um, do I still have an attack? You still have your or? other attacks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So I've oh. got two. Oh, more sorry. Well, that was your that was your uh, check uh, athletics check. That was my attack. movement essentially. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. That was your athletics check. No, no. You're able to hold on to the side. <laughs> okay. My right. apologies. I, I misread that as an attack roll. Okay. No. All right. Uh, okay. So three attacks then. Yep. First one. You kind of wrap your hands. Nineteen hits. This time, yeah, this blade cuts through. Okay, that is a seven slashing damage. Okay, you slice into the mound, uh, but the but the hard core that is in, around Celestia is hardier than that. Okay, second one. Okay. Ooh, that is... Oh, that's a... Thirteen? Uh, that... Uh, However, is not enough to penetrate the thick bark and vine. <laughs> All right, final one. Natural twenty. Ooh. That definitely is. You see a sort of pulsing bud of something uh, exposed okay. near the surface. I stab for it. Doing oh yes, and I've critted the damage as well. Ooh. Okay, so that's. Uh, Seventeen uh, slashing damage. Nicely with one strike. Done. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. As well, you, I suppose it's piercing damage because yeah. I'm stabbing As at it. As you stab but, it in, uh, thick white plant fluid just begins bursting out of this. Oh, that's so disgusting. Uh, thing and the whole begin thing begins to shake and uh, and tremble. Uh, but it's not dead, not by a fair shot. Hmm. There is a lot of plant matter in here, and uh, it continues just sort of attempting to crush down on Celestia, but it's not its turn yet. Uh, okay, so vines, no one is actually standing in areas that the vine, the rest of the vines can attack. Uh, so Leah uh, goes up next, she's going to run up, what the, and try and stab down at the vines twice. We may have misjudged this. <laughs> Not, uh, and again, Sorry, both of her uh, of her stabs actually glance off the thick bark uh, and ah. vines down below. Uh, Celestia, you are uh, being uh, you are being blinded. Digested. Yeah, you are blinded, restrained, and having difficulty breathing. Um, uh, can I use my breath to do a vocal thing? Uh, yes, you can. You have breath still within you, your lungs. I think I just panic and go, ah, and do a thunder wave. Nice. Uh, a third level thunder wave right. in a panic. Third level thunder wave. Yeah, I- this might be enough to eject causing at the top. <laughs> I mean, I am in its mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It definitely hits. It definitely uh, hits this thing. Cool. Um, let me just find another D8. Where are all my D8s? There's another D8. Okay, um, yes, that'll be four D8. So, oh, that's really not bad damage, actually. So that is 14, 19, 23 thunder damage. 23 thunder damage. Nice. There is a brief moment where, as you sort of yell out, it blasts away uh, pieces of... Uh, bark of vine of plant matter and you can just see daylight again you kind of get an arm out uh, someone else could use their action to try and help you escape 
uh, uh -huh. but the uh, but the um, uh, but the vine but the well vines are still grappled around you. Can Does I he... use my movement to try and grab onto the top of the well? Uh, it is an action to try away. and break the grapple. Oh, okay, cool, 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 yes. cool. Uh, um... It needs to be an action from you or someone else. <laughs> Yeah, in which case I'm just going to go uh, help the... and look at Corzan and give him inspiration. Because here's the that thing: would be all right. uh, okay, you do the the thunder wave does move the creature around, but you're still inside the creature. Yeah, and it's not enough to um, just push but you. Yeah, out. I, as I say, I call for help and give Corzan inspiration. Oh, actually, That's a DA, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Right. Cool. Okay. Actually, I'm actually going to reverse that previous my previous judgment because it does create enough of an opening. I'm going to allow you to make a free athletics uh, or acrobatics check to try and escape because it because Thunderwave does technically blast a creature and although Ten there's foot, yeah. yeah there's not enough room for it to really blast away I'm going to ad hoc rule that's enough to create an opening you can try to escape from. If it yeah I suppose yeah, that's, yeah. that seems logical. Yeah, yeah that's that makes so, logical sense. Yeah, no, does it hit Corson uh, as well though? Uh, I'm going to say you directed it downwards into right, the well. Fine. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I would have done that. Uh, I was just thinking because it's out from you. He's now How much damage was it? it? 27, wasn't it? Um, I can't remember. Yeah, it was. Okay, the side, one of the sides of the well actually breaks. Yeah, <laughs> let me add that up again. So and some bits of brick are uh, cast out to the side, destroying some ancient... 23. Uh, 23, okay. Uh, destroying some ancient... Uh, to, to your escape attempt. Uh, 23 damage. damage. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you actually knock aside some of the beautiful old Tyrian brickwork. Yeah, my athletics mosaics. is 15. 15. That is just enough. Yeah. And you manage to break out uh, from the hole which is created, scrambling mm -hmm. out and swinging onto the vines. Uh, you, you have your movement. Cool. I'm going to Get away from the well. Yeah, you clumber quickly back out of the well. Yeah. Uh, I'll say it takes half your move to that, and you're able to move quickly 15 feet away from the well's edge. Mm -hmm. uh, back in the direction you came? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Scamp. You are standing next to the well. What do you do? Uh, um. Who's in the well now? Is anyone still. Uh, just causing. Oh dear. Um, well, I feel like Corson's got a better chance of getting away from the thing than anyone else. Um, I'll do a shocking grasp so I can get away. Okay. I feel like I know what this is and this isn't going to be particularly effective, but let's give it a go. Okay. So I'm just going to grab the nearest bit of tentacle and that is, ooh, quite good. 24 to hit. Roll damage. Tentacle, vine, not tentacle. It's not quite that creepy. Uh, seven. Okay, as you shock it, you're able to pull away, but you notice some of the damage down below seems to heal up, spurred oh, by what it's, it's, Yeah, it's yeah, worse than it's I one remember. Of those. It's one of those. Well, that is one of the. Well, now I know. Yes. But at least I can get away I from it. I don't. <laughs> is this middle mound sort of well? It is. It, it's a mound. Is it sort of shambling in nature? Uh, it would shamble, except it can't did, actually did it escape the wall. Kill the you in a one shot, Jason. Is this? Yes. Is this yes. yes. <laughs> did, I, did I maybe uh, kill you with one of these? Yes, you did. I mean. uh, I Although that one could move. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, scamp, do you stay? In, uh, yeah, you move. You run away I'm as well. I'm backing so the. You're, it it has no reaction yep. now. Has no reaction. Okay. 
Uh, the Wellvines take its t- their turn. There is only one creature that is still within reach of this mound of vines, and that is Corzin. So, two attacks against Corzin. Uh, and you know what? Both of them just miss. 15 no. doesn't hit your armor class these days. No, it? my armor class is 16. You, you managed to pull yourself just out of the way as the vine, <gasps> as the massive <gasps> vegetation just uh, lurches forwards, trying to ensnare you into the same hollow into which Celestia was just taken. Uh, but it does not manage. Okay, top of the round, causing it's you. Right, stabby stabby. Okay, go for it. Okay, that's a dirty 20. Hits. That's eight slashing damage. Okay, and again. Uh, that's a 13, that won't hit. Nope. Slices down, you cut off a vine. Slice again, you hit the bark. Finally. Damn it. Uh, that is... No, that's an 11. That's not going to hit either. And that one, again, you strike one of the hardy bits. Won't do anything with your movement. Um, (laughs) well, can I climb the side of the well? Yeah, give me an athletics check. Okay. Because you're already kind of holding on to the vines. You're actually gripping onto this thing as you fight it. Okay, my athletics... Oh, that's an... No, no, that's a... 13. That is just enough. You clamber out the side using the rippling vines and make it back out to the side of the well. You have enough... It's all that clambering over rigging. (laughs) Of course it will have done. I'll say you've got another 10 feet of movement, so you make it away from the vine. Yeah, he's going to back away. And with that, unless you guys really want to do anything else, combat's sort of over. Because it can't leave. As Leah also backs away... And the Corson oh, uh, has a thing that he will do, but he'll wait till the next round. All right, yeah. Does anyone else want to do anything this round? Because the 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 vines are just sort of shaking impotently. I want to hit one of them with my guitar in a fit of pique. Uh, do you want to go over to one of the other vines and hit it? No. Uh, <laughs> I can raise my guitar and then I put it back down again. I'm gonna, like, I, I grab Celestia's coat. Like no. No, no, that would be bad. No, I'm just grumpy. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm gonna clean off all the plant glue with prestidigitation and with like with a really grumpy face, just clicking my fingers, like fucking West Side Story, but with prestidigitation. Proud Just look at it <laughs> while all the dirt just comes off me in little clouds. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I'll say then it's causing you can't turn. Okay, uh, Corson will have had multiple um, flintlock matches, won't he? Yes. He's going to take out the uh, bottle of alchemist's fire that he still has, put one in it, and drop it over the edge of the well. So the thing about alchemist's fire is alchemist's fire keeps burning. Yep. Uh, Until it... And it floats on water. Yep. It keeps burning until something manages to put it out. Yep. <laughs> so many dice. Up with this, he <laughs> shall not be putting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. <laughs> okay, for the sake. I rolled enough of those checks and it did poorly enough. I'll say that you just sit there, fold your arms, and watch as smoke rises up the sides of this well. 
for the next five minutes the the, the flame uh, the the it's not much fire but it does spread slowly up with with plumes of whitish smoke I continue clicking my fingers menacingly until the dirt is off all of us <laughs> staring into I the flames. I love the smell of alchemist's fire in the morning. Until eventually the vine beast of the well grows still. And that was deeply irritating. I didn't like that. No. Um, Fuck that. So plants are all evil. Yeah, plants are the hate worst. us. Um, plants can go and fuck themselves. Um, now, come on, how many plants have we been around that haven't tried to kill us? That's like the first one. No, no, that was, that was that bush full of roses or whatever it was. Yeah, Way back true, we Island. did kind of cut its gonads Also, you know, if we go around oh. saying, oh, how many of these things have we been around that haven't tried to kill us, we could say the same about people. Still a decent amount that have, you know? Mm. And birds. Yeah, and birds. Birds? <laughs> Forests. Oh, I suppose sun. Harris hawks. And you, you said penguins were birds. They sound awful. They yeah, can't said fly. Like the size of people. <laughs> Terrifying. Corson like puts his hand up just above his head and says, "You know, people." Oh, like small people. Oh, so we're not people now. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. And I know. I know. Fucking well know it. Now that you, I um, hate this place. <clears throat> while you're standing in the central area, by the way, now that the vine beast is uh, no longer a threat, you're actually able to see uh, to the north the passageway that you were a bit pre- too preoccupied to see leads to what looks like a heavy door of the same blue stone that was made by uh, the, the front door was made made of. And I did not see that in the vision, did I? No. Okay. And uh, it's just a single stone slab, but set into it are what appear to be three insects. Uh, each one kind of like almost like a square, but with a triangle at one point. So that uh, so that one triangle is pointing to the left, one triangle bit is pointing down, one triangle bit is pointing to the right. They are set one each next to each other. And they're, they're not, there's nothing in them. It's more like they're recessed slots. Oh, so as if you should put something into them? Yes. Okay. The uh, slab is angled so that it's at, at a sort of 45 degree angle as if it leads downwards. I want to look around and see if I can see anything vaguely triangle shaped that could go into any of the slots. <laughs> okay. Roll me a quick investigation check. Can Somebody help? help? Yeah. I will assist you. Perfect. Um, 17. 17. It's a good thing you did assist. One of them was a 2. You search around uh, within this air- central corridor uh, and area where this little well was. You don't really find anything immediately here. Uh, f- the four corridors that lead off, by the way, one, the one that goes to the northwest is the one that you just came from. To the southwest actually leads back to the main uh, atrium and to the dining area. So mm-hmm. it's the corridor you first entered. There is one to the southeast, uh, which leads back into the di- uh, into the atrium or uh, into another room with a broken door. You haven't looked in there yet. 
and to the north uh, and to the northeast there is a room the corridor ends with a room with an intact door uh you do not find any any of anything that would match these shapes here but you do notice something now that you peer down in the well glinting tangled up inside the ruin inside one uh, part of the older uh, branches and vines alright there's something in there I'm going to get my climbers kit out what's in there have a little climb down alright roll uh, me a Celestia roll me a d100 oh my god oh, Celestia rolling a d100 why am I rolling a d100 um, 52. Okay. It might be sweets. <laughs> 52 sweets. Mm. That's for how many sweets there is, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 52 friends. Um. You fight, you can see there is, um... Alright. There is a small uh, scrap of what looks like some sort of leather belt. Uh, it has a buckle, which has been carved from a clamshell, with an image of uh, the of the sea and mm-hmm. what looks like a bit of island. And there is a loop on that belt. It's one of several loops. The other, one of the other loops, uh, most of the loops are broken. One of the loops has a shattered piece of glass in it, but one of them has a small stoppered vial in it. Oh, yeah. Which seems to contain some sort of silty grey liquid. Is that like Clara's holy water? Not exactly, Clara, but it, but it does, it does catch your eye. It's very. It's been very clearly sealed. I pick it all up. Basically. Okay, you take it up and clamber back up. Well, I mean, nothing wildly useful, but there's this cool bottle thingy. Hmm. Hmm. Can uh, Corzin have a look at it and see if he knows what that is? Sure, Corzin. Let me an Arcana check. Arcana. <laughs> I don't think I'd know. Such a wonderful thing. Oh, n- fucking hell! Natural twenty. What? Natural 20! That's amazing. (laughs) The only reason you know what this is, is because you've seen one before. Usually, trying to figure something out like this, you'd need to pick, uncork it, taste it, you know, or or at the very least try and taste it or sniff it or something, Mm -hmm. and try and guess, or or you get an alchemist to really look at it. Um, But no, you've you've actually seen this potion once before. Because Norit had one. Uh, Wait... Uh, Wait, Norrit had one of these? And according to him, and you shake it and you can just faintly see the little bit touching the edge of what looks like a like a nail, almost like a fingernail made of slate. This is a potion that, according to Norrit, conveys the strength of the giant that oh. was used to make it. This is a potion of stone giant strength. Oh, okay, wow. I think the way uh, Corzin would express this is, um, right, I think Norrit had one of these. He was, 
He was something of an amateur landscape gardener, amongst a, mon a number of other things, but this sort of thing, he, he claimed it allowed him to move vast chunks of land and rock with his bare hands. Huh. So it makes right. you strong? Well, yeah. well, Norrit said it. It might just make you sleepy or make you green. Who knows? He had a <laughs> very fine estate, I'll have you know. I mean, Norrit <laughs> does sound um, a bit old, <laughs> to be honest. Um, he was certainly um, old, but that doesn't mean he was stupid or weak or anything else. I said old because it was the nicest of those words that I could think of. I mean, um, even right up to the end, the one thing he definitely wasn't was senile. Okay. You can be not senile and still be batshit. <laughs> Admittedly, and... Well, I suppose we should keep this. I'll pop it in my pack. If one of us wants to use it later, fantastic. We can be yeah, giant, strong, who... or asleep. You know, either way. <laughs> None of us, like, really rely on our strength generally, do they? So it's not... <clears throat> not really. I mean, Corzin's pretty strong anyway, but it's not... Uh, it's not used to hit things. Well, really. you know, if ever there's a... I don't know, a arm wrestling competition you want to win... Yes. Don't give me ideas, Corzin Horhase. You'll regret it. Corzin grins. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where would you like to go next? Um, Down the secret passage! Shall we try the Out of the freaking temple, but first. yeah, let's go for... Uh, so there is... So, there's the broken door and the intact door that we haven't been into, as far as I can remember. There are two intact doors you've not been into. There's the one you just checked for traps and uh, things oh, before you got attacked. Oh, we haven't been into either of them, of course. Yeah, let's, got let's attacked. do the one we just checked for yeah. traps and are fairly yeah. certain isn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you go over and you open that door. I thought we hadn't been in because we got grabbed by vines. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, sort of distracted you. Uh, within, you can see, as you open it up, you find an old, an ancient-looking chamber, uh, again in the same sort of Tyrian architectural style. This room is filled with beautifully crafted mirrors, all of which have no. been smashed. Hmm. There is also, on one side, uh, to the, on the north edge, a heavy writing desk with several drawers, flanked by two sets of heavy wooden cabinets, and opposite is a monstrous-looking old reliquary cabinet. Uh, the, it has a glass door, and you can see within it is full of just dozens of small pieces of religious tatter. There are long uh, uh, broken scrolls, there are finger bones, uh, offering bowls, uh, votive offering bowls of stone or brass or silver, uh, black and silver candle holders. Um, the furniture in the room, by the way, someone ha looks to have taken an axe to a lot of it at some point in the past. Okay. Uh, there have been cracks and shattering in it. Um, you can also, There are two other things that you can see in the reliquary cabinet. One of them is a heavy stone tablet in this of a pretty of blue stone of the same shape and size to fit into one of those three slots. Ah, okay. It depicts, uh, and it judging from the way it's positioned, it looks like the triangle faces downwards. 
it depicts a an elven woman with long flowing hair in a classic sort of Tyrian nose guard helmet, uh, wielding a sword and spear and fighting against what appears to be a bird made of flames. Oh. Uh, The phoenix. And you can also see next to it is a bag. It's just an empty bag that as far as you can tell is made of pieces of skin stitched yeah. together. Like people skin? Why, why would you? It's definitely empty, right? Is that people skin? Just saying. Uh, can I do a nature check to see if it's people skin? You can do a nature skin? check. Do one as well. Or a medicine check. Okay. Uh, medicine. Uh, nature it's... is 16 from me. 17 medicine. That's definitely people skin. Yeah, well, Potentially from a couple of different people, ooh, judging from the skin tone changes. That's a few people skin, isn't oh, it? for the love of the region. Um, Corson is going to beckon Clara to him for a moment, and point up at the uh, bones, and say, look, I know this is probably blasphemy, but given what you could do with some other saint's bones, is that going to be of any use to you? It, <coughs> it could be. She looks down at the bag. I'd be careful around that. Why? What do you think it is? I'd have to check it to be sure, but I think it's... I think it might be a way of um, trapping souls. Okay. Of course it is. Right, yeah. Everyone leaves that well the fuck alone. Um, so this is a picture of someone fighting a firebird. Looks like the phoenix. Yeah. Isn't Mm. that the thing that can bring people back to life? Yeah, it's feathers. Phoenix down. Is it worth checking there's none that they just maybe left lying around? I did think about that. That's a very good idea, but I I think... The chances are slim, but you never know. Anything that looks vaguely feather-like. Um, would that be an investigation? It's an investigation check. Can I do it? Yeah, if you want to crack a... Yeah, I will assist you with this. That's alright. Um, so that is a 16. Okay. Not amazing, but... So you turn and you open the, uh, reliquary. Uh, who is assisting? Um, Scamp said it, so I guess Scamp. assisting. Oh, I I said it as well, but yeah, yeah, okay. So three of you, and at this point, everyone is just kind of looking Looking around the room. Yeah, and you're peering. You crack open the uh, with a heavy sort of. (laughs) You get the red cabinet open. Check for traps. uh, And begin invest looking through. Um, and as such, it's a little bit of a surprise when the left hand of the two cabinets suddenly grows teeth and <laughs> lunges for hey, scab. <laughs> roll, uh, roll initiative again, everyone. Oh, <laughs> Mimix. Nine. Uh, okay, so 90. Uh, uh, so it was a nine for Celestia. Uh, what was the 19? Scamp. Scamp was a 19. Excellent. Uh, and Corzin again, sorry. Dirty 20. And Dirty 20 for... Uh, Corzin, alright. And then for Leah. Uh, and for Mimic. Okay, so. 
uh, while as that happens, so the mimic does get a surprise round in uh, as it goes for uh, what's it called? Uh, for scamp, I believe I said. Uh, so yeah, the, it, it definitely rolled high enough to hit you. Uh, so scamp the desk just gro- sorry you know the the wardrobe swings its uh, it, its uh, creaky broken door open and teeth just sprout from it although the teeth all look strangely cracked and worn in places and there are actually large holes in the back of this uh, particular mimic uh, so as it does however. <laughs> manage to strike down at you with its uh, jaw, uh, with its sort of weird door jaw, you take eight points of damage as it smacks you and you also suddenly feel a thick resin secrete from the jaws and glue to your skin. Bugger. All right. Ah, Top uh, of the first. Hellish rebuke. Hellish rebuke. I'm going to yell. Ow! It's sticky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's only a 12. It's all right. Still fails its attack, so 12 points of damage. As the mimic just bursts into pinkish flames for a moment. Uh, Calls it. (laughs) Top of the round. Okay. Right, uh, Corzin is going to attempt to cut into the central body mass of this mm-hmm. thing, avoiding Scamp. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. First one. Ooh, that is a 25 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Oh, by the way, Scamp, you are grappled. Oh, I figured. <laughs> okay, that's a nine slashing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Second attack. That's an 11. I don't think that'll hit. Uh, with an 11? No, it doesn't. It actually bounces off. Some some part of it is definitely thick enough to actually play uh, uh, mimic wood. And it does bounce oh, off the edge of it. Okay. With the um, octopi dice. Okay, that is a dirty 20. That Ooh. does hit. Roll damage. All right, that is a... Oh, a seven slashing damage. Okay. <laughs> you slash into it, and it places... it As you slash into it, it does seem to leak some sort of clear fluid, but it also breaks in the manner you would expect furniture to break as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm. This one's committed. <laughs> uh, all right, that makes it scamp. Next. Oh, unless you have any uh, any movement or anything. Not really. Okay, go for it. Scamp. Um, you are stuck mm-hmm. to the door of this wardrobe. I don't like it. Um, I don't want to use too many spells. I oh, know, same. Uh, um, so it would take an action to break free, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I will try and break free. All right. Roll. Is the inspiration still there? Has it yeah, it's minutes? not been 10, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, athletics or acrobatics. <laughs> and acrobatics. you have to... And this check is at disadvantage because you are glued to it. Oh, no. 
Might need that inspiration. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, inspiration ain't gonna do it. That's a one. Oh, hun. <laughs> you try and break free and you actually manage to glue... You, you kind of wrench one arm as to try... You get one arm and you try and use it to push yourself off and that arm gets glued to it. <laughs> I then oh, try to push off with one hoof, and now I have an arm and a leg stuck to it. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I will quicken a. Oh, everything's going to be a disadvantage unless I do something touch. I'll do shocking grasp. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you, you try and flail with the hand which isn't glued to, to get it, so roll attack. Yeah. Oh no. Um, I could add the inspiration. Let's add the inspiration, solid. I don't think that's going to hit. Might as well use it on what's selective. <sighs> that's 14 to uh, hit. That is enough. You flail around until you manage to get hold of it and... The rainbow spirit comes over and smacks your hand into the right place. <laughs> <laughs> it's now also stuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a 10 damage. <laughs> Nevertheless, you uh, as it uh, as the crackles pass through, parts of the wood break and crumble away, uh, in very much a manner you might expect damaged wood to break. All right, uh, Leah uh, will go next, uh, and it's just going to try and stab this thing twice. Uh, both of those hit. So she does. Uh, 17 points of damage <laughs> as she punches holes straight into the mimic uh, which go all the way through the wood and actually manage to leave it uh, just seeping this clear blood in some way. Uh, the whole wardrobe begins rattling aggressively <laughs> uh, and it, on its turn it is just going to try and close it attempts to slam shut and just leave you inside it uh, so that the teeth can sink down. Uh, ah! So that, uh, yeah, that's a dirty 20 to hit you, uh, Scamp. Uh, mm, yeah, now what I can do about that. You take uh, six points of piercing damage and five points of acid damage as it begins uh. to secrete digestive juices into you. Onto you, not into you. Grim. Actually, into you. I've established that's the way they work. So as the as the teeth bite in, really it starts to inject the same gluey stuff, which begins acid burning you from the inside out. Uh, all right, Celestia. Oh, I'm getting really scared of using spells up. Um, I do not have to touch it for my shocking grasp, do I? I, can just, I just hit it with my guitar. You hit it with your guitar, yeah. I will smack the wardrobe with my electric guitar. Meow. <laughs> Roll and attack. Uh, natural 20. Roll damage. Nice. Um, okay, so that's going to be 2d8. So that is only seven, uh, 14 damage. And how would you like to finish this creature? Um, um, oh, how would I like to? Um, you bashed it with I your like... guitar. Yeah. Make it rock I'm and just, roll. No, I'm just trying to think like how to make it look cool. Um, I would like to bash it with my guitar, and I like to think that from the guitar comes a rainbow mm. sort of smash of electricity, and it sort of shines out of the door. Yeah. Like, you know how like, yeah, yeah. when light shines out, and the door's just open, there's this flash of light, and it just goes, <laughs> and then just stops moving. 
Okay. As you smash in, there's this rainbow flare of light and it's sort of... The doors flash, swing open. They actually crack in the process. Scamp is thrown out of the uh, out of the deadly wardrobe, and it just rattles a couple of times before just going still. I go over and kick it. Yeah, fuck you. As you kick it, your foot goes through the wood. Just broken wood now. Yay! Fucking big, ugly, fucking cupboard. Fuck. Was it piling the wood around itself? What? No, I was just thinking, like, these things, they, they, um, they disguise themselves as regular objects, right? Were they piling the wood around itself? Or, uh... It was just a wardrobe, darling. I guess. It's broken now. Right, alright. Well, is everyone okay? Yeah, Scamp, how you doing? Ow, I'm fine. Do you Ow. want a potion? No, not that bad, Al. Okay, good. Uh, I put a hand on their shoulder and cast um, uh, Cure Wounds. Okay, I'm alright, though. Come on, it's... We need you in tip-top shape. Uh, You regain seven hit points. Oh, gun dad. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Just something very dad about that. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Corson makes no apology. (laughs) Um, we were looking around for Phoenix Town before that happened. I would like to yes, so, just search yep, around yeah. the room. So you made that. So that so you made that intelli- that investigation check. Looking around, um, you do not find uh, any. Looking around, you try. You open the little reliquary pots and so on, mm. hoping to find something. However, you are not able to find any phoenix down as far as you can tell uh you do however find something curious uh tucked away in actually hidden in the back of the reliquary cabinet there's a little bit of a secret compartment And you find there is something wrapped in what looks like maybe cow skin or like calf skin hide. The hide is mostly wrapped, rotted away. And you can just see there is silvery shining from beneath. Hmm. Kind of afraid to touch that. What is that? I don't know, silver thing. Can Corzin examine this and see okay. if he knows what it is? How do you take them out? They're currently still in the back of in the hidden part, part, compartment. Well, um, initially, I will, use, I will hook. Yeah. If there's like a strap on it, is like a bag. Or? Um, it's like a just something wrapped up in cowhide. But you can are I able like to... poke my rapier into yeah, it? Yeah, you're able to hook it out. Put it in the middle of the room. And with a bit of clattering, you make it into the middle of the room. And you can see it's actually um, something quite... It's actually two things wrapped together. And they... Uh, and they're, as, they, as the cowhide goes away, you can see there is a pair of finely worked silver braces uh, hmm. with little straps. The silver is bright and shiny. 
um, and it bears a curious uh, decorative motif of spider webs and fangs. Does it look familiar to me? Roll a history check. Uh, 16. The work is not unfamiliar. Uh, it is archaic in style. It could be early drow work. Well, it's drow, that is. What's is it doing it... here, then? I don't know. Is it safe to touch? I poke it. <laughs> poke it with your rapier. Ding! Because I know I can work out what it does if I can touch it, and if we've got ten minutes, eleven minutes. Is eleven minutes going to make a difference at this point? To be honest, I'm not sure it is at this point. Yeah, it is at this point mid morning. Fuck it. Should we? Should we do that? As long as I'm alright to touch it. Jason, just for clarification, by braces, do you mean the things that would be used to suspend trousers? Uh, no, no like I mean like arm bracers. Oh, like bracers. Okay, yes. fine. Yeah, no, that's that's totally... Yeah. <laughs> like greaves, but for your arms. Yes, okay, cool. All good. No, Sorry, I'm just aware of our international yes. listeners here. Would look so good. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, just imagine. Braces means something different true. in America. Imagine, uh, apparently. For those of you who are not familiar with them, uh, imagine uh, long pieces of metal bent over to rest on your forearms. They come with little straps. Forearms, yes. Arm. Forearm. For your arms. Yes. Um, you're all the worst. Yep. <laughs> um, I thank you. So, you uh, you take eleven minutes to study uh, to carefully pick these up. I'm gonna say the rest of us just keep watch. Nothing happens when you pick them up. So you put them in the center of your little circle. You draw it. Oh, while we're doing this, would anyone like? No, we can't really light a fire in here, can we? I was thinking we could have some elf tea. I've still got some. I mean, you have all of this wood you just acquired. Would anyone like some <laughs> elf tea? Is anyone um, feeling a bit rubbish? Or should I save that? that? Doesn't you that make what? people go straight to sleep? Only for ten minutes. You could have it when you're done. If the rest of you are standing guard, fine, but... I mean, me and Leah will be awake. <laughs> no, right. I'm not leaving you even for ten minutes. Okay, we'll do it another time. If right, Olga no, no, turns I up... Mean, uh, fair. <laughs> thankfully, Clara hasn't um, uh, been injured at all, but... Clara's been uh, studiously keeping out of the way of trouble. Alright, you um, take a little bit of time to study these, and when the work when it's done, you get that sort of weird flood of understanding scamp. These are old. Uh, they do they do seem to possess some they, they possess a uh, necromantic enchantment to them mm-hmm. to do with transfer of life force. You're reasonably certain that these would not require attunement. Uh, they would function once a day uh, to allow one to draw upon a spell cast within them. It seems that the spell t- directly ties 
into the wearer's life force in some way. Uh, and it's to do with transfer of life force. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what they do. <laughs> um, something um, to do you get with the life sense, force. You get the sense that it's uh, almost... It reminds me of uh, the the effect brings to mind uh, bedtime stories you've heard of of uh, such fantastical creatures as vampires. Uh, so it's a vampiric touch sort of thing. In yeah, terms of mechanics. Mechanically, cool. yes, you get the feeling that it will uh, that it would allow you to cast the, the one the wearer to use vampiric such touch once per day. It's a really yeah. good spell. Um, Although, roll me a wisdom check. Oh dear. I'm really good at these. Twelve. <laughs> there is something complex about the way it entangles with the wearer's life force that you don't entirely understand. But you are aware that there is something complex going on. Okay. Um... So this has side effects, but I don't know what they are. Oh, good. Can you guess? No. Um, <laughs> it lets you... It, so it's something to do with, like, life force. Right. You can, like, draw life force from something else into yourself. All right. But the side effects, and I don't know what they are. Something's too tangled. Hmm. Is it something like the eye? Like you can't put it down once you pick it up? Well, you don't have to, like, focus on it like you do my little skull friends, but... Well, it's armour. You've got to wear it, haven't you? Yeah, but it, like, it gets complicated. I don't know. These braces are um, fairly decorative in nature. They could be worn by a character inexperienced in wearing armour without, ca- uh, without it counting against them. Okay, okay, they're not like heavier or anything. No, um, they're almost presumably. W- w- is this something that would require attunement? No, uh, it does said. not require attunement. Oh, okay. So I mean, I am it. a bit weak and weedy. Yeah, but I'm worried about the side effects. To be honest, if it's a drow manufactured artifact, you're probably the one of us who's going to have the most uh, experience with this sort of thing. Uh, I mean, already pretty riddled with side effects. Do you want me to take them? Mm, I think they're more use with Celestia. Fuck it! I'm going to put them on. Okay. Already riddled right. with side effects. As you pick them so up, fuck it. You tie them on. You feel as you slide them on the uh, the two. Yeah. Bands. If everyone's okay with that, yep. I say putting them on. Is yep. everyone all right with you that? Go ahead. Because I'm. A fucking noodle compared to the rest of you, and I go down a lot easier. As you place them on, the straps automatically adjust themselves to fit you perfectly. You feel. You did well with whatever it was down that well. As you're flexing your hands, you can feel. If you just focus, you can feel your own heartbeat in the braces. I don't like these. And there's an instinctive, almost like an instinctive use to them. Like you could touch something with them and discharge their power. 
so once per day, there are uh, the, uh, it will allow you to cast the vampiric touch spell, which is such a good spell. Which, uh, you allow, which you can keep up for as long as you concentrate, up to a minute, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't take up any of my other spells. It does slots. not take up any of your other spell cool. slots. There are side effects. <laughs> oh, just racking up the side effects at this point. Uh, yes. Speaking of which. Uh, please leave a note to your, to ask me about the first side effect at sundown. Okay. Oh. Is there any I way might end up taking these off very quickly, effects. might I? Sorry? Is there any way to learn what the side effects are? Uh, like, the is uncomfortable. Uh, so one of the nice things about um, this type of item, about these types of items is uh, the exact side effects don't always show up under identify. They just show up that mm. they are that they exist at all. Okay, so it's just it, when it happens we find out. Like, when it happens, like, you'll find out. Try it or anything. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fun. 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 Mm. But mm. I'm also not particularly like tied to them as far as I'm aware. Like, you don't feel the Can I try taking them? them off? You try taking them off, they do not come off. Mm. Oh. I'm like, going to like, pretend they, that they didn't happen. No, I'm pretending off. that yeah, didn't yeah. happen. You, try, I'm gonna you, make not, a you just kind of quietly go to un- undo the buckle and your fingers just slip off it. The buckle is not coming undone. Yeah, I just quietly fold my arms and pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> okay. I can make a deception check if anyone wants to see if they noticed. Uh, yes, because I, I am watching. Yep. Yep. Okay, I don't uh, think insight, I'll succeed. Yeah. Oh, it's not Can good, I insight though, that? So, yep, yeah. insight checks. Uh, that's, that's a, a dirty 14. 20 on the inside. 17. Yeah, you both see this happen. Celestia. <clears throat> what? Let me just see if I can take those off you. Yep. Please just oh. humor me, okay. all right? I just close my eyes and put my hands forward, like not even wanting to look. All right. right. Attempt to take them off her. Can you try just undoing the um, the straps? They refuse to move. Might have done something really bad here. Like, can, can I attempt to look, properly loosen them, like wrench them? Give me an athletics check. Okay. Maybe this is not a good idea right now. Athletics, that's a dirty 20. You managed to get one strap loosened. The moment you let go of it, it re-ties itself. Oh, merciful regent. Right, well... um... So this is the other side effect. Have... More than one magical item that I can't put down now. We might need to find you a cleric eventually. Yep. Uh, well, look, see what these things do first. Scamp or Celestia can roll an arcana check here. Yeah. Uh, Dirty 20. 18. You are both aware from... With lessons either that you've had in the uh, tutored in the past or with wisdom respectively, that uh, there exist spells to remove cursed items. Yep, yep. <laughs> Why do I never learn anything from it? Why do I never learn to stop you repeating the steps? And uh, short well, term gain thought... versus long term loss. I've still a bit of extra stamina. 
I'm shit at everything. Thought it might be a good thing, but you know that's fine. <clears throat> huh. So you are uh, okay. So move, moving on, do you? Did you... I automatically get my whiskey bottle out and then put it back in my bag. As you uh, pick up the uh, don't have any <laughs> the stone slab. Corson notices this and says, "Well done." Shut up. <laughs> One of the uh, pieces uh, you actually notice. Uh, one of the uh, there's the silvery light begins to appear again, and the room begins to fill out with that same illumination as before. This time, the image is of Olga, still scarred and haggard, sitting by the writing desk, which in this version is intact. She turns as the uh, as another figure strides in Argo Duvond hmm? her this she is she looks exhausted her fine dress is stained with ash and blood it's done is it now so tell me, what price did you have to pay for your new power? What did you pay to become nobody? I had to surrender my name. I had to renounce my birthright, my family, my noble status and then destroy it. And how, pray tell, did you do that, my dear? I had to burn my estates to the ground, butcher every last surviving member of my immediate family line. The world thinks I am dead now. And for this, you have gained your power to disappear. You're very interested in information, aren't you? Yes. Why? I have learned something. I've learned which of the people close to you set all of this up. What does it matter? They're all dead now. Well, don't you want to know anyway? Hasn't it been niggling at you? What do you want? I want three pieces of information in trade. Three for one, but one that you care about. Fine. Ask for them. What are the blue and black orbs that Fingersnap owns? This storm's eye and the heart stone. Olga tilts her head, but 
Arga provides no further details. Fine. How many apprentices has she had in the past? At least three. All dead or disappeared. There was one before you, who was here before me. Probably more. She does claim to be a thousand years old. Fine. My last question. What is her biggest goal? She is seeking the Holy Grail. She saw something. She claims to have seen something terrible. Hundreds of years in the future. And the Grail seems to tie into it somehow. I see. I see. Yes, that all. I can work with that. I have given you what you asked for. What about your bargain? Oh, I always keep my bargains. The one close to you who set this up. The one who uh, sent the letters to the prince. Who arranged your marriage. Who manipulated you into butchering your family. Into burning your home to the ground and renouncing your name. Why, dear Haga? Well, that was your name. That was me. I don't believe you. Well, why shouldn't you? My name is Olga, and I do not lie. I swear, I will find the most vicious curses I can. I will lay them upon you. They will haunt you forever. But you can't do that, can you, my dear? You never took the right pact to lay curses. Never gave up your beauty. Finger snap has to lay all your curses for you. Then I will. I will take this pact. But it's too late. <laughs> it's not too late. But a voice calls out. Oh, but it is. Arthur turns in her blood and soot-stained dress, and behind her, finger snap emerges into the image. You became too old a year ago. It was a year when your first grey hair appeared upon your head. For all, you plucked it away. And the spirits will only take what has not been claimed by another. For age has already begun to feast upon your beauty. Age will carve itself upon your flesh as Screamshaw carvings on old bones. <laughs> and with their laughter, the image fades. Well, this makes sense. Worrying sense. Yeah. Don't really like today. No. No. Although 
I have to admit, while I don't imagine Scrimshaw is anything other than self-serving in her motives, at the very least, it seems that her origins are not as selfish as Olga's was. I mean, were. darling, she did kill her entire family for anonymity. Yeah, but at least... Not to put too selfish. fine a point on it, Celestia, but if you had the opportunity and the motive, would you not? Um... Leah's gonna kind of clench her jaw for a moment. Uh, you haven't met her family. Given what I know, and given what I know of Celestia, I know that they are as... <sighs> as apples and oranges. Well, the thing is... I didn't just do it. I'm pretty sure if there was an arranged marriage, I'd probably find some other way to avoid it than murdering my whole family. All right, maybe so. It's my po I, I still think my point stands. You know, I at least fucking knew. hesitate. We knew Scrimshaw was ruthless. This is not new news. No. What is nice, in a way, is we know she isn't Olga's ally. No. She is anything but Olga's ally. She's not our ally, but that we might not. It might mean we're not direct enemies. There is a way that we could probably uh, spin Olga's death to our advantage if it came to that, and I am not suggesting for a second that we tell her. Unless absolutely necessary. Well, we could sell her it as a secret. Quite so. We also know her real name. We do know her real name. That's a big old secret for her. Yeah, that's pretty good leverage if we need it. It's but also, also a good it means reason that to probably, be killed. We probably won't fight them together at any point. Yeah. Unless things have significantly changed, which I really like, because I'm not sure we could take both of them. Um, it also means that if we run into a tricky spot with anyone with the last name of Duvond, we have a useful piece of information for them. And this okay. one that we can give up without the need to trade for it. Hmm. <sighs> Shall we get on with what we came here to do? Yeah, but I want to know why we're seeing these still. All right, I'm going it's... to I'm going to make an experiment here. Okay, go on, Corden. I fold my arms and lean against a wall. All right, we are still in the room with the two cabinets. Yes. Well, one cabinet and one yeah. right. destroyed mimic, yeah, right. but yes. Is the cabinet the that currently alive? remains closed? Sorry, could you repeat that, please? Is the cabinet that currently remains closed? Uh, no, you have since opened it as part of searching for right. the I, 
Corson is going to go up. He is going to close the doors of the cabinet and say to the entity that Olga Gristlegums referred to as the help, if you are willing to aid us specifically, open the cabinet's doors. There is a swirl of silver light and a translucent figure in a hooded servant's uniform with a hooded robe appears. You can't see his eyes, but he tilts his head in a way that imparts sadness and regret before vanishing. Are we to infer by this you cannot open the doors? Shake or nod your head. Again, recorporates for a moment, nods. I understand. Is this because you're not physical or because you're forbidden? The figure pauses and then holds up two fingers. Forbidden, okay. Um, Is there any way we can find out your name? I assume you can't tell us. It pauses, nods, and then slightly shrugs, but gestures... Are you able to write your, your name? Gestures, shakes his head, gestures and points towards your coat, Celestia. My coat? Take a moment to realise he's pointing towards one of your inside pockets. I take the eye out this. He nods. You could find out who this person was in life. Not sure it works like that. Um, actually... Yeah, I think I could do this. Okay. Um, I'm going to sit down on the floor and spin the eye. You spin the eye? Show me this person. Um, Show... No, I've not... I put my hand on it and stop it spinning. How do I word this? Suggestion. Show show me the person Olga refers to as the help when they were last alive? At a point at which they say their name. Yeah, the the last time they said their name. Or the last time someone said the their last name to them. The location that they... Help. Their name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Show me the entity Olga Grizzlegums refers to as the help. The last time someone used their name in a scribal location. Okay. You spin the... The, <laughs> the old... longest sentence. Yeah. It spins the fucking once, world. twice, three times, and then slowly comes to a no charge was used, yeah. No charge was used. Just hasn't worked. Oh, is this temple called... No, we could scry here. We scryed in, didn't we? What if it's got one room where you can? Maybe. What if it's got a scrying room? I bet it's got a fucking scrying room. Must do. Is there a place within these walls... That can be scryed. Well, yes, the room that Olga was the, using the aisle. I was asking yeah, the, the, the the hooded figure nods. Can you take us there? Hooded figure seems to hesitate for a moment, as if trying to figure out whether this violates. Something. Can you wander over there totally aimlessly, just coincidentally, and we happen to follow you? The <laughs> help moves in a vaguely. Uh, Easterly direction down the corridor before vanishing. I follow it. 
Yeah, we'll follow. Takes you towards the intact door at the far end of the corridor, next to a pair of now very still uh, vines. Let's have a look for traps again. Yep. Quick investigation check. Um, Yeah, I'll do it. Hella investigation check. You're better Um, looking than me. That's a twenty-three. Okay. The you find no traps. The door is not locked. As you open it up, you find a chamber of clean white stone. Upon the floor is scribed a complex circle of black stone inlaid into the stone with sockets for candle holders inset into it. And actually there are black and silver candle holders in said sockets. Mm. You can also see that the, uh, that the uh, so that there's been some point of modification in the past as off to one side there are many thin slates which have... Uh, just scribed directly into the slate what look like variations on parts of the circle. They look like they could be layered onto the circle to change its pattern. Uh, a wicker chair has been dragged in here at, at some point. Is this the same room? This is not the same room, but looking to the north, you can see a curtain which bears in worn thread the image of a crossed scroll case and a spear I stop everyone with a hand and just is um is the spirit thing still there it reappears for a moment I point into the room and just whisper to it is she there tilts its head shakes and then seems to disperse. And as it does so, the room again fills with light, and you see a scene from the past. You can see now on the wicker chair, not the wicker chair, but a slightly different chair in the same place, there is a shuddering, wincing figure, young, under a cowled robe. Her face is shadowed, but her hands are red, and covered in drying black-red scabs rather than skin. Mm. There are wisps, and you can see that she is stitching together with a bone needle a bag from strips of pale skin. Oh my using god. Using white hair as thread. Oh my god. That's the really bad. The <laughs> richly dressed mm. Arga Duvond enters. <laughs> well... After a whole year of not lying, you had to go and give it all up anyway for your pact. Olga says nothing. It's good to see you in your place. Tell me, where is she? Olga nods to the north, and you can see in this vision the curtain is uh, the curtain is down, and as Arga steps forward, she slaps her hand hard on Olga's shoulder in a mock-friendly gesture. Olga shudders. Olga Olga moves away, uh, pulling open the curtain. You can see beyond the hunched figure of Fingersnap staring at a spinning blue orb on a table. The curtain Mm. closes behind, and at the moment Olga is gone from sight, Olga puts her her little stitched bag to one side uh, and beneath it there is a a lap desk. She pulls in a pair of cotton gloves withdraws from the desk a letter 
and pens a signature at the bottom, Arga d'Auxerre du Vond, and stamps it with a wa in wax with a signet ring. The image fades. Okay. Olga engineered this. She did. I am. Um, Again. I look at the help. Is she still here in any way? The help does not respond. Probably can't tell you, you that. You wouldn't be allowed to tell us, would you? The help is unable to respond. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Shall I try and find out their name then? Yeah. If you can. Yeah, so I say... <laughs> I can't remember how I worded the sentence. Can uh, we you, just say that I, I will say, yeah. yourself? Uh, <laughs> you again please. try and rephrase it. The orb spins a moment, stops spinning. You pull the curtain to one side and you can see to the north is the room you saw in your vision. Yeah. Plain room with a pleasant mosaic circle upon which a simple wooden table and a comfortable chair had been dragged in. Cool. You Keep. can see that the window is covered with a bit of cloth. Yeah. Keep watch, will you? Yeah. Will do. I do it again. Okay. You do it again. Uh, also, we'll mention there is a solid door to the uh, west from here as well. And as you focus in on it, add another tally mark to the past. Uh-huh. And so the... many. Do you want me to roll a perception check while she's doing right. this? You descend in... Yeah, I'm at four past, four future, yeah, by the way, just for you. your notes. Cool. And you feel yourself plunge down deep. Deep down, down, down. And now you see a f you see what looks like uh, an old. Well, you see, you can see what just looks like a very ordinary-looking man dressed in uh, red and grey uh, clothing. Uh, he seems to. He, is, he has tears in his eyes, and he's dragged himself towards something, something strange, uh, somewhere, somewhere actually very different. It looks like up in some high hills somewhere, an old-looking cottage, uh, which is built onto the side of the, of the hill. It looks like he's had to stagger and make his way up a very narrow path with with cliffs and raging sea below. Uh, and a figure, and you recognise as the door the door to the cottage opens, and the form or purple, dark purple and black black, black skinned uh, form of finger snap appears. What do you want? Are you? I've heard you can you can solve problems that no one else can solve. For the right bargain. What do you seek? Um, I'm dying. I, I, I'm dying and there's, and there's nothing that can, anyone can stop it. I, yes. I could grant you a life after death if you will agree to 
to serve me. Anything, anything to keep me alive. <sighs> she produces from within her robes a bag of stitched skin. Some of it light, some of it dark. What is your name? Morris. Morris Dawkins. Then come, Morris Dawkins. Let us make a bargain. And as he steps into the cottage, the vision collapses, and you feel yourself pulled back to the surface. I'll look at the help. The silvery form is there. Moore's Dawkins. <sighs> the help is silent, but you can see it. Ex- you can see his form exhale. I'm sorry. He inclines his head. He still does not speak. It seems he was not given the power. So. You can't talk? He shakes his head. Can you help us? He knocks. Are you free? Now? He makes a gesture towards Celestia. Oh. Oh, the one who knows their true name, I suppose. Oh, so can, can I free you? He nods. If I free you now, will you still be able to help? He shakes his head. Do you mind if I wait a while? There's a moment of hesitation, but he inclines his head again. I promise I will. He nods. We might need your help first. He nods again. We all know your name now, so we can all promise that between us, someone will give you your freedom. Yeah, Corson will add, if you help us, we will ensure that the person who did this to you will never be able to do this to anyone else. He tilts his head and there's a sort of sad smile to it, but nods anyway. So, if I... Just so for the end of this we know how to do it, if I were to tell you you were free, would you be free? He nods. Okay. Is she in this building anywhere? He nods. Where? He gestures down below. (laughs) Okay. If you do what you can to ensure we survive. He nods. You know. He gestures towards the next room with a solid door. Okay, are are there things that could help in there? He nods. Okay, um, is, is it trapped? Do you know? He nods. The door? Shakes his head. Alright, I open the door. The room itself. You open the door. Beyond, you can see this was once a library. As a sort of the type that would have held scrolls. The walls are full of pigeonholes uh, uh, for various scrolls to be in. But the majority of those that you can see are fragments of paper destroyed by age or burned by fire. And fire has reaved this whole room. You can see in one corner... There is a 
piece of the triptych. Uh, there's a uh, there's another piece of the of this uh, uh, of these three stone tiles. This one uh, points the triangle points towards the right, and you can see the same female divine figure. Uh, with an arm full of scrolls collecting them from scholarly looking figures who are writing them okay uh the help put uh, the help moors puts his hand up and he discorporates for a moment and you just get an echo of pointed eared figures with wearing masks uh laying down the triptych piece and then smearing something all over it before they stand up and leave the he reforms again as the image fades and now that you look at it you can see that the piece of the triptych is slightly glistening in the light can i do prestidigitation and try and clean it that's actually the best solution i've heard of that yes you do you oh, pull yes. off the oil uh the bomb and just deposit it in a small just like in a corner yeah, where we're not going to go okay so is that all right now? Sort of, uh, Maul seems to think for a moment, shrugs with one shoulder and then nods. I pick it up. Okay, you pick it up. Okay, the rot lung bomb does not go off since it's been removed. I don't know, what does that mean? What is it? Uh, actually, Can Corson actually have a look at this? And yeah, roll, roll a medicine check, Corson. Medicine, okay. Yeah, as you kind of take a bit of a... Uh, of a careful inspection. Oh boy. Okay, that is... Uh, oh, that's a nine. Uh, there's a distinctive cinnamony, lemony smell. You're not really sure what it is. Yeah, and best leave this the fuck yeah. alone. Oh yeah, don't touch yeah. it. Everyone oh no, no, I was thinking of licking it, but you know, now you've said that. I'm sure it tastes like sweet. No, I, I think that would be a distinctly <laughs> bad idea, don't you, mm. Scamp? He I looks at you very, very pointedly. Thing. I was trying the sarcasm thing. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Good job. Well done, both of you. Let's move on. Moors tilts his head for a moment and then vanishes. Ah, uh, he's gone to do something for her. Should we have a look around this room? Yeah. Might as well. Okay. See if there's anything useful. Roll me a quick investigation check. Should I do it with yeah. help? Um, that is a 24. Okay. Nice. Uh, apart from... Uh, Alright, uh, 24. If it's not, it's fine. Time <laughs> you're in, and what time period? And... No. Uh, you find some interesting scraps of an elven, which might be of use to historians, but otherwise... Nah, nothing interesting. Okay. You make, making your way back out uh, in the central chamber, you can now see there are the three holes of the triptych. You have two of the slabs to put in, should you wish to. Yeah, um, where have we not been? You have not been into the southeastern corner. There is a one broken door you have not yet entered. Okay, I think we need one more of these. Should we go in I that I suppose room? that's the yeah. only place we haven't been yet, is it? Um, again, we should look for traps. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Roll investigation sure, check. Have a look. Yeah. Um, so that is 19. Okay. Peering at the door, you do not find any evidence of traps, and it is too shattered to be locked. 
as you push it open, you can see at one point this uh, this structure was clearly some sort of bunkhouse. There are shattered wooden frames gro grown over in places with moss and mold. Several bunk beds once stood here, as well as broken table and chairs and long destroyed chests. And pa and again, piles of mass droppings. There are uh, there are two doors: one to the north, uh, which is intact; one to the south, which is actually completely off its hinges and shattered. Uh, although cobwebs cover the top half of the door, obscuring the chamber beyond. Okay. Well, we've got to find this other triangle, haven't we? Can't you just? Yeah. And he sort of clicks his fingers, then out of the way. Okay, the cobwebs filter to one side. Roll me a charisma is your casting stat. Roll me a charisma check. Yeah. Celestia. Um, that is an 11. Not great for me. Okay, it's not quite delicate enough to avoid triggering the concealed wire hidden in the, in the cobwebs. Okay. And as it does so... <laughs> A handful of darts seem to shoot out of some long-hidden prepared uh, affair. So this is an attack against Celestia. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, mm -hmm. Three darts manage to get you. You take one point of piercing damage. Okay, and what was else? Was it close to hitting or was it just a very... Uh, pretty solid hit. hit. Fair enough. And uh, 14 points of poison damage. So 15 oh. total. 15 total. Okay. As you feel the, your your blood burn before you pull the poison, the darts out. Ow! Ow. Oh, this is why you Am were I poisoned poison darts or? the other night. <laughs> Am I poisoned or do you I just take poison poisoned, damage? You are not poisoned, you okay, just take cool, damage. Cool, cool. No, no, the poisoned effect would have been on the other thing, which you which you pressed digitation off. Uh, so That does not feel good. I'm going to take a potion. Uh, oh. Yeah, do it. Sure, we're burning through potions, and they are the one thing that are guaranteed to get an unconscious person up. Okay, I'll do a healing word. Okay. Well, no, I, I don't know how you do. So long as there is a, a conscious I'm, person I'm to administer them, or they can get a healing uh, a an unconscious person up. Yeah, but not if you've drunk them all already. Fuck it, I'll do a I'll do a healing word. Okay, with this, Corson uh, is going to do another cure wounds. Beyond, you can see there is. I mean, wait till Sorry. you see how my healing words. Yeah. Turn yeah. Like, it might be fine. Yeah, I'm fine. We'll do. Don't, okay. don't do a kill wins on me. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, not like, at full, okay. but I'm not bad. You look, okay. Looking beyond, you can now see there is, uh, to the south, is some sort of old armory. There is a weapon rack full of iron blades in the old uh, Gladius style of the Tyrian Empire. Most of them are shattered and rusted away, some of which are actually on the floor and deliberately broken. Three on the rack are still intact and unrusted. Ooh. Anyone who wants more weapons, there you go. I mean, I'm fine, actually. Let's be honest, it's you who likes to collect weapons. Would you like one? Leah. Leah kind of looks... I've kind of got... I do the small sword thing, mostly. Yeah. That is a small sword right there. Uh, no, that is a small sword. This is a small sword. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, we'll argue semantics later, but um, for now, then let's continue. Okay, you leave the swords be. 
Yeah. Okay. You leave the swords be. Um, Corson's uh, sax is not going to be significantly better than any of the, the things that are in that rack, is it? No. In fact, roll me a wisdom save. A wisdom Corson. save. Okay. That's a 19. That The middle blade of the three looks really good. Really good. Too good. Something, yeah, something clicks at the back of your head that that blade looks weirdly like the best sword you've ever seen in your life. Hmm. But like in a suspicious way. In a <laughs> suspicious way. Okay. You can almost going to pick feel up... your... Sorry, go on. He's going to pick up one of the other swords and tap it slightly. Okay. The sword immediately turns and tries to kill you. Uh, why, why would you <laughs> why? Why would you do that? You, you um, the it gets, I'll, just, I'll do this very quickly. It does get one attack against you and then cause and you may feel free to immediately respond. Right. Uh, so yeah, it does, uh, it does, no, it does nine points of slashing damage to you and then uh, right. you may feel free to immediately it's respond. It's a mimic, isn't it? It it actually feels like a solid bit of uh, metal that's just trying to stab itself into your throat. Okay. Right, well, uh, Corson is going to reply in kind. Okay. Roll an attack roll. So. That's an 18. Yep, roll damage. Uh, eight slashing damage. Okay, then... at that point, you literally just take one sword... Bang it down, put your foot in it, and just snap it in half. Okay. The, whatever ancient magic's reanimating this thing, so sorry, had a lot how of much time to damage fade. did I take there? Nine. nine. Yeah, you took nine, but you right, snap okay. the sword, and as it goes to the ground, it starts rusting. Fine. Well, you brought that on yourself. <laughs> well, you fair enough. It. <laughs> You did a me, you poked it when you didn't need to poke it. <laughs> You're You're rubbing rubbing it's each other. not going to cause us any more trouble now, is it? Nope. Are you alright? Do we need any healing? I'll live. Alright. Let's keep going. Alright. You make your way away, for, you leave the uh, amazing sword behind and and head north. Uh, you, the door, the last door, uh, opens up into an extensive looking workshop. It's the one you saw a bit from the outside. There is an ancient stone forge and an anvil, multiple wet workbenches, and at some point, someone set up an alchemical laboratory as well. Oh. All of the equipment here shows some sort of past use. Uh, there's, uh, for instance, old coals in the, in the forge. There's markings on the anvil. Uh, there are actually a number of items still around. In one corner... Next to the anvil, there is a heavy stone tile, the last piece of the triptych facing left, showing the uh, helmeted woman forging armour uh, with, a, uh, with a hammer, anvil and forge. There is also, on the side, beside the laboratory, a rack with five bottles of amber-coloured liquid, and uh, on the uh, and have we found one of, some healing potions? And on one of the uh, on one of the uh, benches, there is a silver necklace, shining silver necklace with a peridot for its central gem. Ah, okay. Mm. 
Are they Can we try and figure though? out what these are? Roll an Arcana check. Okay. Arcana. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, if you're I'm suspicious. Oh, no. That's 11. An eight. No, 12. 12. <laughs> 21. Oh, God, somebody's on. <laughs> Scamp, you've got to look at them. Yeah, these look like healing potions. Yeah, everyone looks there. They look like healing potions. Scamp, you pick them up. Uncork. Sniff each one. Two of these are healing potions. Mm-hmm. Three of them are coloured water with some sort of acrid scent to them, which you are reasonably sure is poison. Okay. These are bad ones. Okay. Right. We don't drink them. Good. Cool. Okay. Even Let's if they think it sounds fun at the idea, we don't drink them. DC 18 check to successfully identify the fake healing <laughs> potions fuck. as not being mm. poison. Olga sucks. <laughs> <laughs> She's an asshole. Um, Take the things that are healing potions, smash yeah, everything who's, else. Who's running low on healing potions? I've got two, so I don't necessarily need another one. I've got one regular and one greater. Scamp? I think I think I've got a couple somewhere. If the Leah Clara. Load. <laughs> Leah, I've uh, I've got a couple. Okay. And Clara, uh, things. I've got a couple as well, but I'm saving those in case I need them. One each between you and me then, Celestia? Perfect, let's do that. Done. Alright. Uh, what's what's this pretty jewel? Does this look magical? I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I don't want to touch anything anymore. Okay. I'm done touching yep. things for the rest of my life. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it looks, well, it's a bright, shiny silver necklace. It could be magical. Do you want to take I, 11 I minutes to... I don't go anywhere near it. Do you want to take 11 minutes to cast uh, anything on it? What do we think? Is it worth the time? Um, We could just... Do it on the way out after yeah, we've done put this. Put it in a bag, um, don't touch uh, it, and maybe just do it on the way out. I'm, I'm just worried it. it could be really useful. True. Fuck it, should we just do it? Let's take a couple of minutes to sit down before we open the big scary door that we now I have will three guard keys you. To. Get on with it. Okay. Which ritual are you using? Detect magic or identify? <sighs> do I have to touch it for identify? Don't you I? do. Um. I kind of want to detect magic first, just in case. Do we want a short rest before we go in? I feel like a short rest would not hurt any of us. That's an hour. She can get a long way away from here. We can do it in ten minutes if we drink tea. All right, fine. I Um, need twenty. But for tea, people do need to be asleep. So it's if we're comfortable with that or not. Right. I'm Uh, happy to send. Causing points at uh, uh, Celestia and at uh, uh, Leah. Right. You guard that way. You guard that way. And if you let us die, I swear I will haunt you for fucking ever. That seems understood. Entirely reasonable. Darling. Fortunately, this room actually only has one entry or exit. Oh, Cousins all grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long fucking day. I mean, um, it's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I'm you gonna... identify the thing, uh, then but... have some tea afterwards. I'm not gonna have tea. I'm gonna. I need to do two spells. Okay. Um, are you doing okay on health? I'm. I'm f- all right. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. All right. 
guess oh, the rest of us will tea. have some elf tea, actually. You, you I can all have a bit of elf tea. Uh, really Clara good. has a very watered-down bit of elf tea, uh, more for the relaxation, than, because she doesn't want to actually need to uh, heal. Uh, Causing you have a sip of it, and then immediately... <laughs> for ten minutes. Uh, right. However, yeah, you guys can uh, rest as if you had had a short rest were for the purposes of healing, so you can spend hit dice. I think right. I, yeah. Okay, will do. Um, so... The scamp you're doing. Uh... Detect magic first. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Back up to full actually. Yeah. So this has a pretty strong. Uh, this is a f- well, not strong, but a pretty moderate strength transmutation aura on it. Uh, this necklace. Right. Transmutation. So it's not what it. Well, it's not an illu- it's Something turned into something else. Potentially. Um. Or does it do transmutation? Hmm. You're aware that transmutation as a school is all about changing properties yeah. of things. So, but it's not like it doesn't look like it's going to explode if I touch it, sort of thing. That's not. Hold on, no. let me check what information you different can get kind from, of magic. from Detect Magic. Uh, I, yeah, I get... Um, Prince... I learned it's School of Magic, that's all. Yeah, you can tell that it is... Uh, yeah, you can tell it's, that it is magical and that it's transmutation-based. Uh, it's magic, I kind of need to touch it, don't I? I'm gonna... Causing unconscious, but now yeah, back to full health. <laughs> I think anything we can learn here and anything useful will be good. By the time Scamp has finished uh, casting Detect Magic, by the way, you wake up, Cousin. <laughs> good nap. Oh, that's disconcerting. <laughs> right, yeah, everyone, I do feel better, actually. Back. Okay. I'm going to touch an evil thing. Okay. As you reach out to pick up the necklace, it immediately unclicks uh, itself and then begins slithering up your arm to try and there strangle you around the throat. Okay, so I'm going to make it. Uh, so can I have you make a dexterity saving throw, please, Scamp? Uh, dex save 19. 19. Okay, you are able to grab it and throw it away before the necklace can start strangling you. Is there anything I can put on top of it, like a... Uh, yes, there, there, there is actually just a, a, a there is a water bucket. Uh, which I would is, like to no put the bucket in. on top of it and sit on it. The moment it's out of someone's grip, it goes still. Well, let's okay. um, let's, well, we learned something. Yeah, that's not useful. It's just evil and horrible. Good. Mm. Yep. Okay, you leave the necklace of strangulation behind. Fuck today. Cool. Uh. And uh, pick up. The remaining triptych piece. You see, the thing is, being Ulgar, I do not uh, in any way think this is out of character for her. Oh no, but... Oh no, she's done all this. She wants us to use up all our good shit before we get to her. I would also put things that are incredibly useful just to taunt people and scare people. Yep. And there is one last thing as you're preparing to leave. One final image reappears as... uh, there's a moment where uh, Moors reappears and then scatters, and one last image of the past 
you can see that you can see Finger Snap, Olga, and Ar- and the young and Arga before Scrimshaw are all around uh, near a set a heavy cauldron, a set of alchemical equipment. Who was it that stole the nymph skin strips from my laboratory? She glint glares between the two of them. Olga points, says, It was Arka. Was it now? <laughs> well, there's an easy way to tell. Help! The image of Moors appears. Show me what happened. And an image appears within the image of Olga stealing three strips from mm. the rack of ingredients. Uh, to prepare for a potion. The image fades. Well, well, Argo was the one who made me steal them for one of her charm potions. Oh, I believe you. I believe she did. But you lied, Olga. And you must pay a price. No, 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 no. Grim. Hold her. And out of nowhere, you can just see the black, almost the outline, the silhouette of a vast hound seem to spring out of the shadows and pin Olga to the ground. Olga, the young Olga, and in this Olga, she's young, healthy, and hale. She's struggling away, but the dog, uh, with her arms holding in place, Arga just pins one arm down and Finger Snap reaches out with her long black nails and tears a strip of flesh from Olga's arm. Once, twice, three times as she screams. Every time you lie, I will take a new strip of your flesh. <laughs> Finger snap takes the strips and, and moves away. As she leaves, the hound just fades. <laughs> Olga begin, curls up and moans. Arga smiles. Well, I think that went rather well. Almost as if I planned it. (laughs) I swear to you, I will have my revenge. And as my name is Olga, I tell no lie. The lost image fades. And And the shade of Moors gestures in the direction of the triptych door. Did we find the last piece? You did. You we found did. the yeah, last piece here. I'm going mad. Yeah. Right, are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. You return to the blue stone slab. You place the three images. The image of the nameless... Of the goddess. One of her constructing uh, armour. 
one to the left, to the right one of her gathering scrolls, and in the centre the one of her fighting the phoenix. And as you put these together, the name comes to you at last from that check you had earlier. Mm -hmm. This is a Tyrian goddess of war and wisdom. And you just remember the name now, Minerva. Ah, of course. And as the uh, as the last triptych goes in, the stone splits across three lines, completely invisible, and the slabs sink to the side and down, revealing a set of steps down into darkness below. And that is where we will pick up next time. Oh, you bastard! So already, we're already coming close to the five-hour mark. Yeah. So, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Where ancient gods have left their mark. The past is laying out cold and stark. The wheel is pain and cruelty. And as it turns, comes back to me. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.